must protect the AEW Championship belt. Thieves everywhere in America. First you'll get the AEW Championship belt. Then you'll get a little bit of the bubbly. Then you'll get my thank you. I want you to forget about guarding the AEW Championship belt. You're being completely paranoid. Oh, am I? Am I really? Aha! Uh -huh. Hello. All right, pal. Where'd you get the AEW Championship belt? I nicked it when you let your guard down for that split second, and I'd do it again. I recorded like three different versions of Jericho saying AEW Championship Belt and I think it's way funnier. I said it at the time, it's funnier having the exact same one playing every oh, yeah. time. <laughs> the same one is the best, definitely. Uh, I know last year we did, uh, I did like a proper intro with all the best moments of the year but I just couldn't have been arsed this year. You put I a mean, lot of work in the last two years. There, I baby. did. Like you had these, all these video packages or audio <sighs> packages of all the moments. Like, oh, James. Like, do you remember well, the first one? I got older. I got lazier. Do you remember the first one? They were amazing. Oh, if I do man, say so were, myself, they were very they were good. Quality. If you haven't seen them, check them out on our YouTube page because yeah, they're all there. Somebody else claimed them. So I used uh, what I thought was royalty-free music. Yet they called out as royalty-free music, but what I didn't read was I was supposed to credit them. So it looks like that four cent we were going to get from that video has no. gone to some random company. <laughs> oh. My children need wine. My children need wine. It's the third annual prestigious Bitteen Awards. Hooray! Fanfare. Which fan we've fair. delayed recording a week so we could have all four of us and now we don't have all four of us. Yeah. We were supposed <laughs> to record this last weekend and that didn't work out. But sure, look, what can you do? My children need a wine! I was supposed to preload this with like... This is going to be a pretty lazy version this year. I'm going to be honest with you. I, f <laughs> I don't know if I have the drum roll sound effect I'm sure I could find oh. it oh man I will actually... like I just start banging on the desk yeah, <laughs> yeah that's gonna sound great yeah but you're gonna <laughs> love fucking out in that one I'm sure I have it here somewhere if if if, uh, if someone wants to if tell a tale stall, for, stall for me yeah, yeah yeah how was everyone's Christmas Seven Grant months. drank a lot ate a lot had a lovely fucking trip back up hey hey it needs to be cut a little because there's some there's a t there's a top and a tail on there that needs to go. So I'm gonna have to talk over it before I need it. But anyway, we got it, we got it, we got it. But what were you saying, Gordy? You drank and you ate. I drank, I ate, um, I drank some more. Uh, two of my Secret Santa presents didn't show up in time. Ooh. I'm only in three Secret Santas. <laughs> no, no, I was in the presents people got for me. Oh, okay. Um, so on both of them, I ended up getting a slab of cider. Nice. So, yeah, let's uh, just say Gordon has got plenty of drinking to be doing over the next couple of weeks. It's going to be one <laughs> hell of a New Year's. Nice. <laughs> Please indulge. Oh. Speaking of which, actually. A libation, puff of all. If, if I rattle the ice in my whiskey, does it work? Ah, it's already melted. Balls. Ah, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it still counts. Imagine me rattling ice and whiskey. 
and I am totally on cider after returning from my 30 day wellness policy violation. Yes, Gordo. Showing you showing up sober to a podcast. Gordo, yeah, you're back from ages, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, your 30 day suspension, which turned out, which was a joke originally, but turned out to be 30 days since you've been on the show. I've yeah, been no. even longer. I haven't been, yeah. been since I was in New York, like. Jesus. It's weird, uh, but yeah, F- uh, what's his name? Fitz isn't here. He was supposed to be here. I don't know what he's doing. He said he was going out with his family or something, shit like that. Yeah, <sighs> family. Oh. I saw mine for three days, and that was already six weeks too long. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I left like at eight o'clock in the morning on Stephen's day, uh, and then I met Rory and my friend Ushi. No, I haven't seen in a while. We went for pints. And Man United won a game, so I think Rory. We need to keep Rory around for Man United games and I think we can win the league because nobody else seems to want <laughs> you'll get second and I won't say why but it's uh, Gordo are you going to say the words yet is, is nope. it someone's is it someone's you know no nope. it's not it's, it isn't your 365 is it um, let's just say we. Ha- I think we had the best calendar year yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's no prizes for that Gardo, but there's a good prize at the end of this year for you. I, I'm going to call it. I don't think Liverpool will be stopped now. I know you there's, don't there's, want to say it, but they're saying statistically it's a 95 percent chance to win it. Oh, I like that. I like those odds. I like it because that five percent could be absolutely hilarious if you don't win it from here. <laughs> that five percent could also be absolutely fucking anyone because nobody wants to even finish in the top four at this stage. Uh, every other team had one job since the dawn of the Premier League: stop Liverpool from winning this thing. They ran away with the fucking Division One title back in the eighties and seventies and whatever else. You had one job, Man City: keep the Scousers down, and you couldn't do it. With all the money in the world and all the fucking oil and. Mafia money or whatever the hell, wherever else you pull it from, couldn't do it. Every other team managed it. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. Honest question: If they end up winning as dominantly as they seem to be doing this season, um, and to keep this going for the rest of the season, would we consider them better than the City team of last year and the year before? I know they didn't win the league two years in a row, but if you look at how well they've done last year, probably. Considering you have a Champions League in there as well. And winning the the Mickey Mouse Cup there last week as well. Uh, no, I I actually rate it a little bit. I I think it's good oh, only because we won I it, of course. But champions of the world, they're the world's best football team. <laughs> the, the world, so they won the World Cup to determine the best of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Shane McMahon, Liverpool, are, Liverpool or Shane O'Mac? <laughs> oh God, uh, we'll speak about Shane O'Mac later, I suppose. But we'll say we'll crack into the bitines if nobody has any Christmas stories, any anything going on or any fun oh. times had. It was grand. Drank. I got a switch, so now I can finally oh, join the nice. Switch playing things. At least Yay. I have a switch. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Get Mario Maker. Get it. I, I, I was, I was driving for the first time properly, so you know I had to drive home and I drove back up. So and I drove around. It was nice. <laughs> so you joined Kira in the new drivers award for the year. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and again, the only time of the year I want to drive is Christmas Day, because I, I dislike Christmas Day immensely. I think it's the most boring day. It's just a personal thing. I get so bored, and I'd do anything just to go drive around or leave or whatever, but yeah. maybe next year. Yeah I, like, yeah, I spend Christmas Eve at my at our parent, my parents' house, and then we go to Lisa's parents' house on Christmas Day, so we're always doing something. We go to dinner at their house, and then... Yeah, that's true, I suppose. Um, but the worst pay-per-view of the year... That was a segue. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Had to be done. Um, 
there was a lot of good ones in here, you know, in terms of being utterly shit and fun to talk about. We have all the Saudi shows, like Crown Jewel, Super Showdown, all those lads. Fighter Fest, Fight for the Fallen, they had some pretty terrible stuff on it. Uh, just, to, just to explain the way we broke this down, we each gave our top five in each category and then got the aggregate of the, the top for the show. Of, of each different category uh, so we have other things we can call out with basically as honorable, honorable mentions for the other things we put down yeah um, so the Jibeli versus Michael Nakazawa I mean if we had a worst match of the year award that was it um, <laughs> why don't we have a worst match of the year that's true yeah because uh, next year or we'll do, or no look do you know what do you know what just to, just to get us going I think maybe we'll we'll talk about it The worst match of the year is Alex Jibeli versus Michael Nakazawa. <laughs> and that's the first bit in. <laughs> um, that was on Fight for the... F- no, Fighter Fest, wasn't it? That heap of shit. Oh, I, uh, know which one it was. I think, yeah, it was Fighter Fest it was. Yeah, it one was of those in-between. Yeah, those in-between AEW pay-per-views, which weren't great. <laughs> um, they, so after all that, number three was Super Showdown. Now, not the Australian one, the Saudi Arabian one. Because mm. I know there was two within the last 12 to 18 months. Because I know Fred was at one of them in Melbourne or whatever. Melbourne, as they called it. Melbourne. So that's number three. Just a stone's throw from Adelaide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> number two. Go on, sorry. So just I'll say, if you want to get, that was the Undertaker-Goldberg main event, which I'm sure will be mentioned later. It will definitely be mentioned later. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Um, second then was Stomping Grounds a pay-per-view that nobody wanted that just seemed to appear out of nowhere and it had a really really kind of had a good logo it was a funny logo there was the boot in the shape mm. of the word Stomping Grounds but that was literally the best of the show the, the boot um, but there is I don't it doesn't deserve the drum roll and the DJ horn Hell in a Cell was the worst pay-per-view of the year no question Pew 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 pew. It was shite. That like, was the... I, I didn't rate it like everyone else gave it their number one. I gave it my fourth because I didn't hate it as much as everyone else because the rest of the card was pretty okay besides obviously the shenanigans in the main event. But that's unfortunately all people will remember is the 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 fiend and Seth Rollins with the no DQ or the disqualification in a Hell in a Cell match. This isn't you, Seth. It isn't you. What are you doing? Good lord. Good lord. Yeah, not not a fan. Uh, not I think a for fan. me the reason reason for me it was so bad was just you literally had the hottest thing in the company and why would you do this? Yeah. There's so many ways to even get out of this as I think we even talked about at the time. You have your horrible red lights in your red cell, but as soon as he lifts up that toolbox to swing it for set, just have the lights go out. Lights come back on and all the pile of stuff is still there, but there's no fiend. Yeah, it's simple out. So many ways out that they just didn't do. But did as like, we've said every week, booking is too hard. It's I did like hard. as a as a uh, honorable mention that Gordo had in there was the Ring of Honor portion of the Ring of Honor New Japan. Uh, yeah, show. <laughs> I, I had fun with this list, lads. I had a hell of a lot of fun with this list. <laughs> and then that, there was. Go on, sorry. I was going to say, that's responsible for... It's not responsible for Gorillas saying they won't work for Ring of Honor again. Well, yeah, the, that was the... That was the whole end. Well, actually, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was it. So we might as well just go straight into the best one then, the best pay-per-view of the year. 
Uh, honorable mention for WrestleMania this year. I thought it was great, but not we I didn't vote it as number one. I thought Mania was the one of the best in a long time now. I, I, I had it as my number three pay-per-view of the year. I think you did it as well, Steve. Yeah, so I, same as I had it. I was a toss-up between that and Chamber for me, but I put Chamber just because I love the Chamber match as a whole, uh, yeah. as a concept just. Um, so the fact that it was actually a really good Chamber match shaded it for me. Now, I have thing is that Wrestle Kingdom didn't make it in the top three this year. I think it's recency bias there, though. Wrestle Kingdom was literally fucking 51 weeks ago also though Wrestle Kingdom wasn't amazing this year there was a lot no. of short matches it, was, it wasn't it was as good as it has been the last two previous years so I, like, I didn't even have it in my top five like no and to be honest I think I put it in there probably just out of merit as well because I remember going ah that was pretty good and I bet you I couldn't name many better pay-per-views this year but I don't remember it all that well yeah um, that's it like it, it wasn't great this year uh, like I put in NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff which I know I'm the only one who's probably watched it out of all of us uh, but that was a great show overall like so it's like I just I didn't think Wrestle Kingdom stood up to what it normally is so we'll see mm. see how um, it's like now next week yeah but Wrestlemania overall was fantastic if it wasn't mm. 12 hours long I suppose um, you Kofi won the title it didn't feel that long it didn't feel as long as the dredge has been for the last few years yeah. it, was, it flew a bit faster uh, but you had Becky, you know, that women's main event was great. The, I know the finish was botched, but it was a very enjoyable match. Um, Charlotte coming out of the, the helicopter for her entrance, Joan Jett playing Ronda out, and then Becky's amazing reception out. That was great. Kofi winning the title, we'll definitely be talking about later, is an all-time great moment for the company. It was brilliant. Uh, Rollins beating Brock to open the show was great as well. Um, it was very good. It was a good yeah. WrestleMania this year. Enjoyed many. I don't remember much about Rumble outside of Becky and Fit Finley. When Becky took a shot at Finley to get into the match or something. Yeah, the, the women's Rumble wasn't great this year. Barred a couple of spots on Becky winning. Yeah. The men's Rumble was good, but it was nothing overly stand out about the Rumble. I remember it being a decent Rumble, but I overall pay-per-view, but I, nothing really I remember too much. Uh, Rory's asking there in the chat, other than NXT uh, pay-per-views, is it Mania for best pay-per-view of WWE? No. I almost had some more recently biased ones, but I gave it a second to thought. I had Elimination Chamber in there as well, same as Gordo, but I put Mania over it. I had the Elimination Chamber main event in my in my match of the year contention. Hmm. Um, that was my Elimination Chamber uh, moment, but um, probably Mania, yeah, I think for best WWE pay-per-view this year. Yeah. Which is the way it should be. Mania it should, should be, be that way, but it hasn't been like that for many years. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, where are we? So in... Third place, we gave the standalone NXT TakeOver 25 uh, in the Cole Gargano saga. That was another good one. Mm -hmm. uh, second, just by a point, was AEW Double or Nothing. It was well before the show started. This was when Moxley debuted at the end. It was a great throwback to the Monday Night Wars. What is that noise? What is that noise? It's <laughs> a Gordo thing. Oh, yeah. He's got it. He's got it. <laughs> uh, um, no, yeah, double back. Was, when you're talking, it's back. back. Yeah. Oh, fun times! I'm, I'm guessing that's the fans coming on. In the that's the fans right now. <gasps> oh no! Good. And does that mean the smell is about to hit you big time now as well? <laughs> uh, no, they fixed that. Oh, okay. Well, they say turn they down did, your mic input a bit, and it shouldn't pick up the fans. Ah, no, it's gone. No, the fans are gone. That's the true. fans gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you're fine, Gordo. Stay as is. 
But yeah, uh, like Double or Nothing was a great show. I, I thought it's it's the best show they've had so far. AEW has. I obviously it was, it was the kickoff to the whole proper AEW thing because it was the first yep. show that they actually had, and it they blew it out of the park. It's what they needed yep. to do. Um, they need to get back to those type those heights. I think um, Kenny and Jericho main event go crack. Um, but number one, just by a point, was NXT Takeover New York, which was when. Johnny Gargano beat Adam Cole in the two out of three falls match for the title. Now, this was during the two out of three falls era of SmackDown and Raw, <laughs> <laughs> um, which was, yeah, they didn't need that. But that was a great match. Uh, I think it was Dream Riddle that night as well. Yeah, and also when Walter won the title off Dunn as well. That's right, Walter and Pete Dunn. Um, yeah, and the fatal, I just looked it up there, the fatal four-way match NXT Championship was Shayna, Io Shirai, Bianca and Kyrie Sane. Mm-hmm. Feels like a lifetime ago. It does, doesn't it? My God. Um, yeah. So uh, I didn't do any DJ noises. So Johnny Gargano wins the title. And NXT TakeOver New York <laughs> <laughs> wins the uh, Best Pay-Per-View of the Year award. Um, yeah. So we break it up with TV Show of the Year for the laugh. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. No. Something oh, yeah. different. No, I'm not the biggest TV person, but I, I watch I watch my own. You know, it's like I watch my stories. You know, <laughs> the, ones that, the only ones I watch. I'm not up to date with many things, but I pick Mayans as my favorite show this year. Anyone who watches or watched Sons of Anarchy would love it. Um, it's a spin off to that. Um, but like there's, there's a lot of things this year I know I've heard are amazing. I just I haven't gotten around to watch them. The Boys I've heard is like one of the best TV shows ever. Just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. I'm sure that'd be on here if I had it, but I just went on stuff I've seen, obviously. So, I, like my honorable mentions I have in here are Chernobyl. If you've seen that, it's uh, like a four or five part documentary series about Chernobyl. Great show. And The Good Place. I just love The Good Place. Funny thing. It's on Netflix. Yep. Um, so, you had Mayans. It's South Park and Third. South Park this season was fucking fantastic. I don't know how many people are keeping up with it, but. Integrity Farms remains the best thing they've done in a long, long time, and you still have PC Principal there, and uh, Mr. Garrison is still Donald Trump. It's a, uh, it's a good watch. It's a good watch. I'm still on last season, so I'm trying to catch uh, up. Ah, uh, you. There's going to be nothing happening later. You should be fine. <laughs> uh, number two, Game of Thrones. Now I don't watch Game of Thrones, but all three of you do. Does all I know is there was much controversy. It was. A lackluster ending in that in a way but in another way you couldn't really have ended it another way I think it, it, because it was it wasn't what people wanted it was uh, but I still thought it was a great show overall for the last season um, people weren't weren't happy about it because obviously this was deviating from the books because the books haven't caught up to where they were it deviated so quite fatally it did fatal deviation but, um, <laughs> and some people thought that it was like it they went a bit loose with it. Obviously, with the books, the when going from the books, there was a lot more strict guidelines they kind of had to follow, and the story writing that there was behind it. Whereas this way, they were kind of going their own and kind of they flipped things that people thought shouldn't be flipped. But I thought the way they were going with Danny uh, the whole way through it, I I thought they were foreshadowing this. Some people thought it came out of nowhere, but I thought it was good I, anyway. You I can kind of see it in a couple of episodes out. I thought, but in, in a good way. Like, hmm. yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. Uh, Rian in the chat mentioned Brooklyn Nine Nine, which Fitz had in there as well. I know Kira loves that show as well. Great show as well. I, 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 it was close to getting in mine. Um, but number two was Game of Thrones. Number one was The Mandalorian, which I am looking forward to watching. Hopefully tomorrow or Monday. Yeah. I am only three episodes in, and I've loved this so much that I had to put it as my number one. 
Yeah, same. Here. I loved it. I've I've one episode. I've like I've only one I haven't seen is one that was on last night. Uh, and yeah, I've loved it. It's just it feels like Star Wars. It's so perfect. where do you fall on the? I know the camp I'm in is give me all the episodes and give them to me now. It's 2020. But the Mandalorian is doing. It's on a streaming platform on Disney Plus or whatever. Which you know, how are you watching it, boys? If it's on, we don't have Disney Plus over here. Yeah, we have a VPN through work that we can, you know, use access from America. Ah, uh, you know, yes, yeah. that, that too. Legal Disney Plus subscription. You that know? too yeah. is how I do it. Yeah, that's that's how I am planning to do this tomorrow. Please send me the step by step guide how I can obtain this legally and give Disney. Oh, most gladly. Uh, put your put your address down as a Hyatt Regency Hotel in Miami because that's what myself and Fitz are still using for our WWE Network subscriptions. <laughs> Is it because you don't want to pay the highest rate for the network in the world in Ar- in Ireland at twelve ninety nine? Yeah, pretty much. I refuse. <laughs> I'll gladly pay like eight seventy or whatever it is. Um, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that. That, yeah. uh, that should about, be fun. About what you were saying about the whether yeah. it's a weekly or I think the weekly thing, it, you get more buzz. Like, I mean, you, you see all the Baby Yoda memes that have been going around for the last few months. That's because it's weekly. If this was all dropped on one day, you get that for a few days and it'd be forgotten about. Yeah, I guess. Um, maybe down the line when they have more original content, you know, as in new content, not their own original content but maybe they'll go back to or go to what Netflix do and just dump all the episodes in at once I which I prefer I, I prefer because you can binge watch but you don't get the same like you know community yeah. atmosphere because everyone's watching it at different times whereas when it's a weekly show everyone's kind of up to date ish week to week so you know you get more of a community people can talk about it a bit more rather than it suits the launch too doesn't it it keeps it hotter on social media for longer yeah exactly. maybe they won't do it for a second season but it helps them buy some time until the likes of the Marvel stuff gets made and yeah. they can start pushing that out. Like, I think the last episode of Mandalorian aired Monday? Or what? No, it was last night. Last night? Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you start watching it now, Steve, it's all there. Yeah. Totally yeah. legally. Totally legally. I'll, I'll wait till it's over and I'll binge it. That's what I like to do. You could be waiting um, a while because I have a feeling they're going to drag this one out. Yeah, it's, like, season two only got renewed, like, today. So Yeah, and it's not going to be until, like, next autumn. I'm in no rush. I have stuff to catch up on. Um. So then, back to wrestling. Boo! It was way more Boo. talking about Star Wars. Boo! Um, hiss. The ones to watch award I'd for twenty twenty. Breakout star first, and then go on to watch. Because kind Do of. Think so? Game. Okay. Okay. So the breakout star of the year award. There's a lot of people in here. Keith Lee. I know some of you mentioned, but I felt that was at the very end of the year. But I see why he's in there. I, I feel because because overall in the end of the year, I know it might be reasons bias, bias but I think because of the big impact he had, like on the Survivor Series and the the main stage of the WWE, I think in the world, in the casual or fans' eyes, it was a big breakout year for him because at the end of the year, they know who he is. He should have won. He should have beat Roman. Yeah, uh, Rian in the chat says Buddy Murphy, which we do not have on this list. I don't feel like. Like I think it was last year was his breakout yeah. year. I think this year yeah. he didn't really he wasn't on TV for a lot of it so it was kind of a case of he's only in the last few months started to get back on TV again yeah. whereas last year he came from nowhere to breaking out on 205.5. He'll be one to watch next year when he leaves for AEW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have Otis in there. Otis at the very end ah. of this year has been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Paddy had uh, Aubrey Edwards and Cameron Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about age he, uh, what's his name fucking ACH towards the end of the year there he seemed to cause a bit of a stir he, he definitely broke out anyway 
Uh, Darby yeah. Allen, though, was one of you has had, and uh, he was very close to getting in, and I definitely yeah. good call because a lot of people have never heard of Darby Allen at the start of yeah. the year, whereas now anyone who watches AEW, I think he's one of their favorites. Yeah. Uh, El Fantasmo as well kind of yeah. came from like obviously we'd seen him a couple of times in OTT, but he's absolutely killing it over in New Japan over the last year, so uh, he got a bit of a mention. Um, so go to the the top three then. Um, it's hard to say this is a breakout star, but we all picked it, so we're counting it. Lance Archer, because we all wrote him off in the G1. He's there to take a loss. And he was, his matches were great, and he won quite a few. He has a match on Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Like, from where he started the year, literally just in a forgotten tag, like, did, never getting really anything to where he is now. He's the US yeah. champ. He's on top. He's just had a great... Since the G1, the G1 on, he's just been fantastic. He really turned the corner in the G1. Yep. Um, second place in Gordo or Rory mentioned it in the chat MJF and you'll see why he is at number one in a minute but MJF comes in, uh, comes in at number two uh, what do you say he's an absolute breath of fresh air he doesn't give a shit and he says whatever he wants on TV it's great yeah. love him he's great I like it just give him a mic and like you're not gonna go wrong yeah um, but yeah it's it'll seem obvious when we say it Rhea Ripley and it, there wasn't a whole lot between Rhea Ripley and MJF six points across four people's votes um, but I think it's inarguable that Rhea Ripley's the, the star of the year yeah definitely it's just she she is just really it's even start, just starting in her NXT UK stuff I know a lot of the people didn't see it but becoming the first NXT UK women's champion and that's kind of gave her a lot of confidence so when she came back to regular NXT she just blew the place away. Like the the reaction she's getting now, she's she's yep. basically what Bailey was a few years ago. The crowd are loving her like that, except you know with a bit more edge. Yeah. And they she's... they went they went with her when she was hot, and they they had her beat everybody. They had her beat Shayna after a two year run. She beat Becky and Charlotte in that match. What more can you say? If you, like if you look at if if you look at her title win last week. It's literally everything hitting at the right time. The right person in the right moment, good environment at the right time of year, right right story, right build, right just everything hit at the right time and it made her a star. Long term. She's Yeah, and she's one night that just makes her. Yeah. She, uh, she turned twenty three last week. Twenty three. So she can be around for another fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Like she she's the future of the women's division. The she's women's their division. she's their female Hulk Hogan, calling it now. Yeah. A hopefully, without, hopefully without the racism <laughs> and the noise, but uh, uh, two-time yeah. Hall of Famer, two-time uh, Hall of Famer, Rhea Ripley. If I uh, if I was MJF and I listened to the show and I gave a shit, I'd feel slightly robbed. I get it, but Rhea Ripley, I think we all it, it was democracy here. We all picked now, it. Gordo didn't even have MJF like to yep. call out in this top there five. I enjoyed there them, but I, no. If I look at Lee, like my top five were Lee, Garza, Fantasmo, Ripley, and Archer. Yep. It was close, but just there was a lot of people who had really good years. And I just I enjoyed watching the ring work, I think, of them a bit more, so they stood out for me. Now, now that we've done the breakout star of the year, do you want to have a look at our ones to watch from last year and compare them? Go oh, on. Oh, God. Fu- we had have future you... star for 20 How many of us had Lance Archer? <laughs> Shockingly, none of us. Uh, I looked at of our, none of the people we had in our future star are in our breakout star. Right, go on. We had uh, 
our top three from for breakout star, our top five, I'll give them. Scotty, <laughs> da- Scotty Davis, Velveteen Dream, Io Shirai, Jordan Devlin, and Matt Riddle were our future stars that we decided were going to be for 2019. Fitz had Lars Sullivan as his number five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve, man. you had Vincent Kennedy McMahon as your number five. <laughs> yeah, because I thought he was coming back on TV. Remember he was on TV a lot? Oh. I'm a genius! In fairness, Riddle has had a great year, but I don't know if I'd call it a breakout year. That's the No. I think we all expected more from... Yeah. I, I, I thought he would have won the title by now. I, I would thought he was at least NXT, but or NXT yeah. champion, but uh, we'll go to the ones to watch then. I had Rhea Ripley as my number one because I still think she's the one to watch. Um, I know you didn't put her in because probably because he voted for her in Breakout Star, but I think I think it's different interpretations of yeah. what we did because I know that Gordo has a couple as well that are kind of different interpretation of ones to watch. I think. Yeah, mine is um, who I think is going to have be who I think I'm going to have down as breakout stars of next year. I mean, I put Ruby Riot in my top five because mm-hmm. I think that women's division on either Raw or SmackDown needs a serious shot in the arm at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think yeah. both of them are starting to struggle a bit. To be fair, SmackDown may slightly get it with what they're doing with Lacey Evans at the moment. I haven't it seen seems this week. So. I read about uh, it. She, she, had, she had an all right, all right moment of bliss. It's a moment of bliss that I didn't completely hate. Yeah. Uh, which is something, but uh, yeah, no, she, like, they're, they're going the whole faith route of her. She's doing anything she can to, like you know, protect her children, care for her family, whatever. So they're they're going the right road with her. But like in general, the women dressed on the main roster needs a shot in the arm, and having someone like Ruby Riot come back, she could have a she could make a huge impact. Yeah, definitely. Uh, your other two that you picked besides Rhea that didn't make it into the top five, Steve, or top three, Steve. They're they're yeah. a couple of interesting picks. Thunder Rosa on NWA. She was close. Yeah, I, I very much five. enjoy her work. Yeah. Um, cool look, and she kicks people's ass, and she's a legit MMA fighter. She lost her fight, but it still counts. She's more legit than most people. <laughs> um, <laughs> apart from Lacey Evans, who is a Marine, and probably killed Osama Bin Laden. We don't know. We're just speculating. <laughs> but I'm putting that out there. Um, I also had Marcel Bartel, who anytime I've seen this guy, I think he's fucking amazing. Everything he does is inch perfect. And I think with the Imperium push going into the new year, I think you'll see a lot more of him. Hopefully a couple more single matches because they had him jobbing on NXT for a while before they moved him to the UK brand. But anytime I've seen him, I've loved him. I think his work is brilliant. He's the most German man in the world. Though. He is. He him is. And if he goes Boyer. to the main roster, I've got uh, I've got an idea for Vince. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know he would be a damn faction. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no. Uh, a little bit of the bubbly. I had that's such good shit somewhere. I'm going to find it. It's such there good it shit. There we go. There we go. Um, Number seven. I, I made a last minute change to mine last night. I, put, I had Thunder Rosa as my five, but I actually changed it to Ali. Yeah. And it was only because I was looking back over stuff and. I realized how close he was with a lot of things this year. I think that next year could be the year they, they pull the trigger on him. The simple things, like he was, obviously him getting hurt led to Kofi Mania, but he was supposed to be in line for a pretty decent push around that stage. Uh, when it came to Money in the Bank, I don't think it was a coincidence that he was the one with his hand on the briefcase when Lesnar came down. Mm. I think mm. that was foreshadowing. I think that's literally so they get footage for a future video package for yeah. him to try and tell a story with him. So, how close he was and how he's just been slightly missed out on these great opportunities yeah so I think there's a lot of stuff there for him to be primed for a big year so other people that got into the, the honourable yeah. mentions for this one I had Filthy Tom Lawler who I also yes. had last year um, yeah. I still he's think so he's going to fit in to step into Matt Riddle's spot 
on the indies. He still hasn't quite done it yet. He's kind of sticking with MLW and hasn't really branched out too far. But I think it's still going to come. I think he's going to get there. He's going to be a huge star, I think. And the other one I had in my, my honorable mentions was Brody Lee. Yeah. I think he's going to AEW and he's going to have a great year. Luke Harper for people who aren't aware. Yeah. But like he's literally going to be a foot taller than everyone. How long can he yeah. sell him for Marco Stunt? <laughs> yeah. He's uh, taking Hurricane Ranas off Marco Stunt. You can see call, it. Call out Fitz's ones as well, I suppose. He had yeah, B. Fitz Priestley. number one, he had uh, B. Priestley. I'm not sure about that one. Um, but who knows? Um, Dominic Dijakovic, fair enough. Yeah. And he had Swerve Scott as his number one. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll move on then. Uh, number three, Angel did we Garza. Call our top three. Oh yeah, we did. Sorry, we're doing now, I, yeah. I, 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 thought you, I thought you were saying we were moving on, moving on. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not naming the winners, okay? Just imagine the winners. Like, these are the, these are the people who nearly won. <laughs> Fill in the blanks yourself. And now the best movie of the year. Um, so <laughs> Angel Garza, two. number seven. <laughs> He's uh, the lad who takes his pants off a lot and proposes to his missus in the ring. He's he's, uh, he's very good. Pure charisma, like he's yeah. And he's got the, the skills to back it up. Like he's he's going to go far. He definitely is. Yeah, as far as his pants, he can throw. The next one, Scotty Davis, who we had in last year as well, but I think this year now, Scotty Davis he's, is going to announce himself. Yeah, I, I reckon he will see him show up in in New Japan for some stuff, and we'll and obviously he's getting he's the tag champ chap now in progress. He's he's venturing out more, and yeah, he's 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 going to be big this year. Yeah, that's our number two. Uh, number one was uh, there was no competition. We all had him, I believe, apart from Fitz, because he doesn't well, like him. Only had him as last. He doesn't last. Is uh, Killer Cross? This uh, is, he, I feel Gordo needs to speak to this because he's yes. Gordo's bay. He is. He is my bay. <laughs> the, the love of my life. Um, no, nah, just this guy. He's been through a lot of shit with Impact throughout the year. Um, very carried himself very well through it all. He kind of he drip fed a couple of things around how he wasn't getting paid properly and how they were kind of after stiffing him on a couple of merch checks, but that he was trying to be somewhat professional about it. He was kind of only dripping info out as people were questioning him. Um we're kind of getting on his back about stuff. He'd kind of be like, Look, I'm in the right. Um but he still kinda of carried himself fairly well. Uh he's been doing some great stuff um down in Mexico. He's finally gotten his release from Impact and being honest, he could tear it up anywhere he goes. I'm a, I would have reckoned he's probably going to be NXT bound because the misses, if Vince, the well, the misses and if Vince sees this guy, yeah, yeah. he's he's a made man as soon as Vince fucking lays eyes on him. He looks the part. Some of his video promos, if people aren't too familiar with him, look up his stuff on YouTube. It, he just he talks like a fucking badass should talk, and that's I'll, not, not I'll throw one out for you there. Take Jake Hager out of the inner circle in AEW and put Killer Cross there. Mm. Oh, good I Lord. like the look of that. That'd be amazing. It, it's, and it's less of a WWE look to it as well. Yeah. Um, that'd, be, that'd be incredible. But yeah, he's going to have a great year. No matter where he ends up, he's going to absolutely kill it. So. And Jordan saying, just on Scotty Davis, imagine I'm going into the best of the Super Juniors. Oh, I mean, th- these are things that are possible. It's very <laughs> you know? I mean, you look, I mean, they usually, they've put a, they usually put a, long, a young lion in. And like, yeah. That's that's Os- like a theme film. That spot, Osprey versus Davis, best of Super Juniors. Ooh. Yep. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, we'll move on. We'll move on to another wrestling one before we go back to some crazy ones again. 
Um, we're going to rename this one because it seems to be the case nearly every year. We're going to call this the Undisputed Era Tag Team <laughs> of the Year Award. <laughs> um, spoiler. Um, but yeah, we'd I put in the Viking Raiders. I thought, you know, they were hamstrung by bad booking and bad fucking naming and all sorts of bollocks. They got off to a horrendous start and they took them off NXT as the champions, which confused matters completely. Um, but yeah, um, who else were in there? The Usos I had thrown in there. Uh, Fitz had the Kabuki Warriors. Nikki has heavy machinery. I, yeah, Otis. Yeah, yeah. The reason you had Otis in your yeah. in your breakout star, yeah. like just because of mainly because of Otis. The last few months, he's he's been just fantastic, yeah. like the, on TV. So yeah, I, I feel like they're they've broken out as a tag team, whereas at the start of the year they were they were nothing. Like I saw the clip of Mandy Rose and Otis today. I like the story. Oh. I like the story. <laughs> so good. It's actually really good. Otis is a treasure. Um, yeah. I had Santana and Ortiz. More I so, was thinking of putting them in. Yeah. Like, I've enjoyed Ray W stuff, but more so I watched some of their late impact stuff. They're fantastic. It's we vote they're only scratching the surface of what they can do so far in AEW. Uh Gorillas of Destiny as well. Um they're not in the top three because we don't see them as much we're not watching New Japan I know Nick watches it all the time but I think as a whole the rest of us are not watching New Japan as much as we did over the last three or four I, years I'm not even watching like I watched the, junior not, okay. the juniors but other than that I've like I've seen none of the build up for Wrestle Kingdom right yeah now. I need to catch up they yeah. have started to put some recap stuff out I think in the last couple of days so you know if I was to have a quiet night at some stage uh, <laughs> yeah. I might get to, uh, if I have a quiet night where I'm sat in front of a computer for 12 hours uh, I might get to catch up on stuff why am I leaving this job oh <laughs> Um, He'll be back. I like to miss, miss American, American TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> then um, notable by their absence. Not I was just going to say it. Yeah, by a point. I feels like only me and Nick had them in. I think I um, couldn't. I couldn't put them in. I know, and I know, I know, because you didn't have them in. I knew we were right in saying they weren't in the top three. The revival just miss out. It's a shame. I liked the stuff they were doing. I really did, but. <sighs> I think for me, the reason I didn't even have them in my top five is just the disappointment of how how good they can be versus what they're doing with them. And the news has come out now in the last couple of days where it's reported that they're essentially going to become like more of a comedy team over the next couple of months. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, that's what are you fucking doing with these guys? Well, me and Nick yeah, had the revival as our number twos, both of us. Um, but that wasn't enough to get them in. It's kind of ironic considering that their booking has been a number two as well. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you deserve this word. And now we can't use it again uh, for a while because I'm overexposing the sound effect. A couple of other honourable mentions uh, from the, the list of Paddy. Uh, at number five, he had Breezango. Nice. Okay. More so, he had good logic behind this one. It was because they went from being a kind of more of a joke on the main roster to when they went back down to NXT, they had that kind of... Uh, bit of a proper legitimacy they had a couple of title shots and stuff put on some really good matches so there's yeah. good logic in that uh, obviously Street Profits because they had a great year and let's be honest Montez is fucking yeah. amazing and Lucha Bros because well yeah they're the fucking Lucha Bros they may they may not know how to tag in a match but yeah. my god can they are they a good tag team yeah I didn't have the Lucha Bros anywhere in mine purely out of spite because of and how made, weird Luke those Rose matches made are. it in our top three, so we'll get they to did, them. they did. But uh, my own form of protest. 
<laughs> I had I had him as my two, but more so for. Yeah, it's hard to look yeah. past them across the year. To be fair, yeah, I knew they were going to be in there anyway. They didn't need my points. Other teams did. That's the way I looked <laughs> at it. Um, what else on Paddy? Sorry. Um, no, he then had like uh, Viking Raiders and fishing already. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah um, I wonder who's going to win this one. Um, <laughs> number or number nine, number three with nine points. Uh, the new day. Hard to look past them. Another good year for the new day. Multiple title reigns. I didn't have Kofi as the champ. I know. I know. I, I, I went weird with mine this year, though. I went, I went weird with a lot of mine this year. True. Uh, number two, the Lucha Brothers. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> number one. I, I know they're not your cup of tea, Steve, but they like individually <laughs> and as a team, they're just. Oh, I'm not debating it. I'm not debating it. It's just, you know, it's a tag team award and they don't know how to work in tag team matches so much so that Jericho had to call a meeting. But anyway, that's why <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. In your type of tag team matches. Sir, all types of tag team matches. It's in their um, name, Lucha. <laughs> and number one in the Undisputed Era Tag Team Wrestlers of the Year award is Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, as usual, because yeah. they're the best tag team in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's can we have them versus the revival every week for infinity, please? Oh, you know what? The odd time Lord. we can throw in New Day. We can throw in New Day the odd time. Yeah. I'm all for that. Uh, I had the Usos down in one of my honourable mentions as well, but they haven't been around in a while. Um, we're not this if, year much at all, really. I can't remember anything they did this year. Not really. Um, well, I can, I can remember one thing. One of them did. <laughs> yeah, did a well, few incidents, but you know, you know, in wrestling. Uh, did a few, they took a few bumps well, to be fair to them. There's, 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 yeah, there's a few bumps, a couple of swerves. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like we might as well go in then and do another one. Movie of the year. Now, I've seen fuck all 2019 movies, so I just put in The Joker as my number one, but I'll let you talk about because you've gone to the cinema far more than I do. Uh, you, you say that. I put the fucking Fire Festival documentary down as number five, and I'm pretty sure that came out last year, but I only watched it this year. Um, I haven't seen that many movies myself. I just loved that because there was a lot of rich people who fucking forked out a ton of money thinking they were going to be partying with supermodels, and they all got stung and had a cheese sandwich. Did you see the other one that Amazon did? No, I didn't. There's, there's two documentaries in that one. It's very good. That, apparently that one's very crit- more as much more critical because the ones the crowd who made the Netflix one were actually involved in the organization or the promotion <laughs> of the actual festival. Oh, so they they actually gosh. tried to make back some of the money by making a documentary. Um you also had good boys in there, Gordo. Yeah, I just I enjoy good comedy and I thought it was it was fun. I didn't really see that many movies, so I was kinda of struggling to fill in spaces. Like, you know what? I enjoy, I actually I could have put Detective Pikachu in there. Yeah, I was very close to putting Detective Pikachu in mind. Oh, we, me and Kira went year. to see that, actually. That wasn't bad at all. I forgot that came out this year. Actually, that probably that'd be my five ahead of Fire Festival, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, call it if it's put a couple of Irish, the Irishman he put in, which I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen it. I haven't had three and a half hours to sit down yeah, and watch it. It's, it's a long one. It's a long I can't one. commit to it. I can't. I really want to see it, but I can't commit the time to yeah. it. I know Rory watched it and he said it was class as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's on my list of things to to watch at some point. I actually have it saved on my phone for when I went to New York. I never got around to watching it. Uh, nice. He also put in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I haven't seen either. Haven't seen that either. Mm. Um, he put in Spider Man Far From Home as well. Uh, which Very good. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed. It. I I almost had that in my top five as well. But I went. I like my my fifth spot in mind. I was like, I want to put something like, I kind of want to talk about rather than just something that was was good. Like uh, my number five spot, I put as Rambo: Last Blood. I, I want to see that. this movie. <laughs> we want to see like the last day it was in because we like there was no promotion for this. It was just it was just there. And then, but we went to see it. We were the only three people in the cinema, 
and we were just in the stitches laughing the whole way through yelling at the screen and stuff. oh it's just it was the best laugh it was just it's nice. over the top it's ridiculous it's brilliant um, nice. I had Toy Story 4 in there as well because I love Toy Story movies and I thought this was, was going to be terrible because they finished the story with the third one but they managed to make it work and it was really good yeah I still haven't seen it I, I'll, all this free time I have and all I'm doing <laughs> is playing PUBG <laughs> um, but yeah the top three then um, is an interesting one you're, you're, you're bucking the, uh, the trend here Nick you had it as your number one uh, Rise of Skywalker at number three you're number one I had it on my three. Hmm? I had oh, it three. three. Sorry, I thought you'd be... Oh, I thought you, oh, I'm looking above for the other one. Never mind. Apologies. Uh, no, yeah. Like, I, I, I enjoy... I know there's, it's a hit or miss for a lot of people. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a great movie. Uh, there's some... Yeah, there's some bits that you're like, okay, you could have done something different with that. But I thought, overall, as an ending to the, the Skywalker saga, I thought they did quite well. Um, yep. number two then I'll step aside because I don't watch them but uh, Marvel or Marvel Avengers Endgame yeah just think kind of tied a lot of stuff together very well finished off the story but also set up kind of the next stage of both what they're going to be doing on Disney Plus and from a movie standpoint um, yeah a lot of moving pieces over the last what decade of trying to make these so 23 to, movies build up yeah, to this one you know so they're playing the long game but they tied everything together into a neat little package and uh, yeah great movie I watched all of them before it <laughs> oh dear lord before it. only one I didn't get a chance to see again before it was Captain Marvel and it was only because I'd already bought my ticket for like a lunchtime <laughs> screen and if, I got, if I'd gone in the evening I would have had a chance to watch it but I was just coming off a night shift I, de- I delayed watching Endgame so I could rewatch Captain Marvel before I went into Endgame. So I ah, she shit, she shit anyway, so it's great. <laughs> uh, the number one then, Joker. Yeah, I think we all said that apart from Fitz, um, <laughs> who had Endgame, but Joker was absolutely fantastic. Um, we don't have a whole lot of time, but I might throw it out there. So, the Dark Knight Joker or this Joker? Oh, they're very different. Uh, Mark Hamill Joker. There you go. There we go. Winner. Winner. <laughs> winner Joker. Perfect. Joke, Joker. Got us right here. out of this. <laughs> <laughs> you booked our way out of that one perfectly. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, Joker. If you haven't seen it, is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, <clears throat> where are we now? Let's see. Female wrestler of yeah, the year. Yeah, female wrestler of the year. Uh, Tessa has mentioned in honorable mentions. She's had a great year in Ferris. Uh, I know I know Impact has kind of been not on those radar too much, but she has been killing it on it. She's been in the main event, not the women's main event matches. She's been in the eight, the, the Impact Wrestling main, main event matches yeah. for the main title. And she's yep. not out of place. She's perfectly in there. She is, if she was not on Impact and like in one of the big two, she'd be the top star in that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And she's fighting for the title at the start of January, I believe, yeah. Yeah. in the main event. Her and Sammy again, uh, and their first match was fucking fantastic. They tore lumps um, out of each other. So yeah, Fitz had Rio in there because um, he's a filthy fucking mark. Filthy mark. <laughs> uh, I had Candice LeRae in there because finally yeah. she got on TV a lot. Yeah, I know to be fair, but um, Rio and Candice have both had very good years. I, I, I was Candice was almost the mine as well. Yeah, she's she's had a good year. Yeah, and then there's the problem that we don't have many other honorable mentions because we all picked the other ones. <laughs> Lacey Evans, discuss. Yeah, um, started the year pretty poorly. 
that whole Baron Corbin thing was terrible. She's, she's, she's coming around. We'll see next yeah. year be her year. Yeah, yeah. Her fucking um, year. <laughs> then a tie for third between Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. Um, so, yeah, I think if Rhea had Helio. had another two months in NXT, she would have been higher up this list, I think, for all of us. But, like, she's really only working off a of four months' worth of stuff, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, Io Shirai, the heel turn was fantastic. Loved it. Then the top two are obvious. Uh, well, maybe not so much. People would maybe thought what a, we might have had Charlotte in there, but we didn't. Nobody pick, no even Char- picked her. No Charlotte, no Bailey, no Sasha. No. That should tell you everything you need to know about the way they've been booked, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> no number Asuka. two, no Asuka, no Kyrie Sane. Uh, there you go. It was just, it's Shayna or Becky for, and there's literally two points between them. We had Shayna number two and Becky number one. Um, could have been Shayna. It could have, like Fitz went the other way. Um, Becky had a great start to the year. She kind of dwindled then. For a bit, and she's kind of picked it up again again a bit now. But there, like she had obviously amazing mania win, win mania win, all like that. Like her start of year was absolutely insane. Whereas Shayna has been steady the entire year, even though she's been you know champ forever, she's still putting on great matches. She's still a compelling character. It's still working. Um, and obviously the they really put her over uh, for Survivor Series, not her getting the win over the rest of them. So. She had a good end of the year too, despite losing the title. Um, but I think Becky just because of the the fact, main event winning the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, true. Yeah, like and the fan noise there, Gordo, for some reason again. There you go. Better. Oh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's causing it. Better oh, now. God. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Turn down your input. Just turn it off for a sec, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think you can look past that. That's just the way it is. Like, like he was number one. Yeah. First female to main about WrestleMania and with it. Like you can't yeah. you can't top that. And we don't and have Ronda. Rumble. No Ronda either. Because <sighs> she was only there at the start. Yeah. How am I fixed now? Terrible. <laughs> Seriously? Fuck. Yeah. Is it the fans? Yeah, I think so. That's weird. Ah well. You can jump in here and there until the fans turn themselves off. Is that better? Um, yeah, yeah. good name. Perfect. Um, male wrestler of the year, then. No top three place for Kofi Kingston. Not I even in my top number, five. I had him in my number four. Item number three. Hmm. He had a great year. He had a great year, in fairness. I think this depends on interpretation. Insofar as for me, I went very much on in match ring. quality and in-ring stuff. But when you you say that, like when he won, the, like he was, you know, obviously mid card, not doing that, and then he won the title. He stepped up big time. Every oh, no, yeah. match he had, he was did fantastic. He did, but just in general, I think that it was still weak and not like that. That they didn't fully invest in it. I felt oh, they, they saddled didn't. with rematches. He was saddled with rematches. Yeah, exactly. So many that killed times. him. I think that killed him. Um, yeah, he yeah, realistically he probably did deserve to be in the top three, but. Um. No top three for John Moxley. Oh, actually, uh, I think we miscounted. I think he is in the top three. Oh, did we? Okay, so let me see. One. No, he's tied. He's tied third. Tied for third. Tied for third, okay. So, right, okay. So then, well, he's basically, he's tied for third, is he not? Let me see. Yeah, he is. Four, five, six, seven. Oh, eight, yeah. Okay. Perfect, perfect. 
Tied for third then with, well, I suppose we move on. Kota Ibushi, not in the top three. Uh, Cody Rhodes, not in the top three. Uh, Adam Cole, not in the top three. And De Sacrilege, I'd have him as a number one. Daniel Bryan. I was very no close to Daniel Bryan in my top five, but I, I, he has had a good year, but it's the same type of thing. It's been bookended. Uh, it's kind of, he had a good start of the year. He was champ, obviously, coming in. And he obviously did great work to get Kofi over at the start of the year. And now he's kind of picking up again at the end of the year, but the whole middle part of the year with the tag team with uh, Eric Rowan. Rowan and the, the whole environmental thing. I, I Bio Diesel. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I mean, he was doing good character work, but I, I wasn't into it too much. Okay. Um, but then, okay, so we've Moxley and Jericho tied for third. Um, Jericho probably could have been higher. I suppose it was all. It was all at the end of the year. Yeah, I know he, I also, he had Naito at Wrestle Kingdom, but it did feel all needs, towards the end. He needs to get in better shape. I think that's part of the reason I didn't have him there. Is his matches do seem sluggish. At the same time, you give that man a microphone, and I'm going to piss myself laughing, guaranteed. Yeah. Um, um, and how many and times promo he, he, year. Yeah, exactly. Jericho has carrying that company. When they're having bad weeks, I always look forward to the Jericho one. Jericho yeah. uh, section. Number two, David Starr. That's an OTT bias, I suppose, but there's not many people doing the kind of work he's doing. He's fantastic. He's just too damn good. And again, character and promo. Uh, Nick, your mic is gone there. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, character and promo, and I know OTT and Sean Ryan have a lot uh, a lot to do with that. I accidentally muted it. All right. Yeah. No, <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, just same thing, same thing. It's just like his character work, even outside of OTT, his character work has been outstanding everywhere he's kind of been. And he's he he manages to, even though like he was working heel but not heel in OTT, like he's complete face in some places, complete heel in other places, and it's the exact same character, just slightly edited to fit what he needs. It's it's perfect the way he's able to do it, and his yeah. matches are all amazing. It's like he's killer yeah. matches as well. So it, it all he deserves to be up there. Now, I would have put him ahead of the person that won, but we'll have to talk about that now. Will Ospreay. How, how did you not have him in your top five at all? How did you have him anywhere near your top five? Have you seen his matches this year? Eh. Good uh, matches, no. whatever. Like, no, it's, no. it's just difference of opinion. I, I don't really he's care been, how good the matches are. He's been in every single tournament in New Japan this year. I literally yeah. could have done a top five of just Osprey match. Yeah. Like, he's been killing, like, the New Japan Cup, the best of Super Juniors, G1, he's Tag League. He's been in all, uh, Junior Tag League. He's been in all of them, and, like, he's been killing it. Every, like, every single match in the G1 was a pretty much a must watch if Osprey was in it. Same with best of Super Juniors. He, like, he's just on top, top form. Every single match is amazing. He's been champ a different few different days. He, he, he started the year, he won the. Uh, never open with a title. He's current best of super, or current super junior t- champion. He's just had a killer. Nobody year. cares. <laughs> we care. He's the best we wrestler. Care. He's the best wrestler in the world right now. He just is hands down. Yeah, cool. like, yeah. If you put that man in between them ropes, and he's just going to put on a show. It's nobody cares. Same reason I had Phoenix as my number three. Ugh. Nobody cares. <laughs> I knew you'd hate that one. I knew you'd really hate that one. <laughs> um, no, I won't. I won't fight you on it. I, I just, I, I didn't have him in there for a reason. Um, he is obviously on my radar and everything, but 
I went more for characters and big moments and stuff like that. And look, it is what it is. I Democracy agree. wins. He, like he, three of E had him as number one, so there was no. Yeah, he was going to win. Watch like we'll come to the match of the year, but watch any of the match of the year matches that say Osprey in them because you didn't have any of them, whereas the rest of us both had at least. Oh, two I've, I have, I have seen them. I have seen them. Um, I did, I did enjoy them. I just I have a different way of looking at the matches. I just like the the more charactery stuff and the big feuds behind them and stuff. Whereas with the tournaments and all, it the storytelling is mostly in the ring, which is fine too. But I like the I like the build up, uh, the Star Devil style matches. Oh, I agree. That's like what it, it is. That, that adds Democracy a lot more. Wins. But I just pl- pure great wrestling match. I love as well, and Osprey mm-hmm. is master of it. Oh, I do too. It's just I prefer more that side of it. I, sure, he maybe took a push his head off that time as well, didn't he? <laughs> he did that's right, yeah. The, that was the G one last year, wasn't it? Or the it Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom last year, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we'll just go there then. Um, match of the year then. I had the Elimination Chamber matching because me and Nikki we had the group chat going that night, and me and Nikki were like, "Pull the trigger, pull yep. the trigger, give Kofi the title now. It's never going to be hotter." <laughs> And I don't think it ever was. Many, it was brilliant. It was, but I think that night you could have done it. If you glad if they waited. The trigger that night, it would have been insane. It would have been so good. Yeah, uh, they, I'm glad they waited, but I was ready. The crowd was ready. They could have done it that night. And the the closing shot of Elimination Chamber with Kofi and the two boys sitting on the steps with the Mania sign looming large in the background. Yeah, it's the shot of the year for me. I won't argue having that in there. That was definitely yeah consideration. Um, and another one that uh, three of you had, I didn't have it. It was almost in as well. Women's War Games. Yeah. I God damn, might, that I was brilliant. recently biased, but I, I almost had that in as well. That was a great match. Well, we will make a spoiler here, because I know you might have gotten rid of it at the bottom just for confusion, but Women's War Games was our WWE match of the year this year. Out of those results. Yeah. It is actually, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's brilliant. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. The- Paddy, watch it. I know he's watch potentially the watch the fucking thing oh he's in the chat he's in the chat there get uh get <laughs> on the network now chamber. I'm not on the network go, we'll go yeah. after this watch it <laughs> women's war games match is definitely the WWE match of the year for me yeah. anyway loved it uh, then there's a lot of like it. this was the most confusing one to tally up because there was Osprey there was all sorts of Osprey matches and then there was like it's why well, he's which one do you mean <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares Gordo Clearly, um, clearly nobody cares, yeah. Uh, Max Omega, you had in, Gordo, the match that uh, Dave or Dave Meltzer hated and ranted about, yet gave 4.5 stars to. Yep. Well, uh, I don't I, get it. I love it. Pa- uh, Paddy has that down as his number one. Um, oh, well, yeah, hardcore, yeah. Yeah, hardcore match, of course, Paddy was going to have it as number one. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, just, it was pushing the envelope. It was bringing that style of wrestling to an audience that has never seen it before. People were, people were either going to love it or hate it. Um, I happen to enjoy all that sort of stuff when it's done the right way. Um, they didn't go as far as the scissor board, which I'm happy with. Oh God, the oh, scissor board! God, yeah, scissor board. Uh, I can remember joking about it. Say, bring out the scissors, bring out the scissors. I was glad they didn't, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was just a really good match, really well done, and it kind of brought out a different side of Kenny that people hadn't seen before. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, one I I've I don't even have it in my top five, but it was very close. Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. I showed that to Paddy mute, afterwards. Mute I held the cell or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the like cornet aneurysm match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, just the pure amazing work of Bruce, uh, Bryce Renz. Match. Oh, so good. 
Uh, the double but, count was hilarious. Both <laughs> 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 <Slept all laughs> hands down. Um, um, we, like this, we'll get into kind of this a little more later. But uh, I had in my honorable mentions Walter versus Devlin from Scrappermania. Just the mm-hmm. the pop, just that that the pop for the final win of that, and just the, just the atmosphere of being there. But another, I had Walter Walter Tyler Bass from Cardiff as well. Yeah, I was and I had that in there too. That that match, absolutely insane. That was my match at that weekend, which was a lot of wrestling that weekend that was the all out weekend and yeah just that that match was absolutely amazing oh, that definitely... crazy bastard of a weekend that's right I yeah about that yeah that's what a crazy bastard of a weekend that was <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that that match was amazingly good like it's, it's probably it's definitely the best match NXT UK have had so far I'd like to shame Captain AEW here if you wouldn't mind um I had Cody Dustin as my number two match of the year as we just discussed, I like the big storylines and shit like that. It does great. Fitz, Fitz didn't have it in there. I was surprised at that. Yeah, because you had to have room for Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> it's only because he was there. Yeah, we were. Uh, <laughs> what a weekend. What a weekend that was. Um, uh, he also he had... In here. Oh, yeah. Sorry, go on. Sonata versus Okada from the G1. Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh, that, that was Why a don't great I remember match. it? Sonata won. Oh yes, it was. It was right. Came right down to it was a thirty minute time. It came just. I was it was a pin, but it finished like second. Pinned him off like uh, he hit yeah. three moonsaults or something moonsaults, in the last minute or something. Yeah. Was uh, I remember yeah. it now? It was a great yeah. match. It was really good. It was yeah. fantastic. Did we get all of the ones Max Omega we mentioned? Yeah, Cody and yeah. Dustin. I'm very surprised more people didn't pick. I was it. that was almost in mine as well, but I think I. Just, the, I the blood, the blood elevated that so much. I think without the blood, mm. it, yeah. the match itself isn't yeah. great. But it, I know the the atmosphere and the story behind it. But while I loved it, I don't think it, it make it to the top five for me. Yeah, I, for I'm, me, I'm more of a pure wrestling, you know, wrestling spot fest, spot fest. Give me spot fest. Don't make me think. Damn it! Just fall off stuff. <laughs> um. So then, uh, I'm assuming this is the Super Juniors final one we're mentioning. Osprey yes. and Shingo, uh, number yeah. three, yeah. Crazy um, match, crazy good match. Gordy, you had that as your number one? Yeah, I think just for the stage of what it was, being the final of it, uh, it was Shingo was pretty much, I think he ran through the whole block undefeated, if I remember yep. correctly. He was, yeah. Um, that, just was his, that was his first ever loss in New Japan. Yeah, you know, so it's the whole, just the story of it all, the whole build to it. <laughs> Um, the whole thing of Wood Osprey be able to get him up for Stormbreaker. Just there's so many little kind of small stories to be told throughout the whole match. I know Steve might think there was many stories in it because nobody cares apparently. But uh, cares, <laughs> but yeah, no, I just think it was it was Osprey at his best, Shingo at his best, and yeah, two and just put on that one hell of a show. So um, another match nobody cares about to finish number two. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Osprey Okada from the G1. G1. Yeah. Uh, yeah, similar enough sort of thing who's going to be the better man simple storytelling who is the better man Can, could Osprey step up to beat the best heavyweight good. in the company yeah and like he's a, they're in the same faction together it was like it wasn't the final of a G-Wall G-Round it was just a block match but yeah so it was in the uh, it was in Corrigan Hall I think if I remember right yeah so that, so. that so, yeah. kind of elevates the atmosphere and everything so it was yeah so it more was intimate amazingly good yeah, it was very, very good. Um, but it wasn't as good as the number one. And the American listeners may have heard of this match, but this isn't 
bias of being Irish or an it's Irish not, promotion. It, it, or, it's it's not it's biased not. because if, if you even open up Grapple, like the, the match rating yeah. app, the, the two, we, our top three are the top three in oh, Grapple. okay. Like they are, they're in a slightly different order, but you know, they're still the top three. Um, but the number one is, of course, is... <laughs> Pressed it by accident before I got to say what it was. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. It's Devlin and Star from the fifth anniversary. Oh, what a match. Nothing touches it this year. It's no. the best match any promotion in the world in 2019. Best match, best story. Uh, yeah. Not even just featuring the two of them. Just the whole arc of them, Walter. Yeah. It's what, a year and a half worth of storytelling? Yep. Culminated in this one match. The atmosphere is insane. Like, we've all been to manias this is the fucking craziest atmosphere I've ever been in um, and that's the thing Gordo was saying there's 18 months of build and there is but it's not like an Avengers movie you need to watch 20 movies beforehand their video packages are so fucking good you don't need to see anything before that yeah, yeah. literally it's preferable online videos. if you watch it someone done I think there's a Reddit thread or there's a post somewhere yeah, online where it has the full order of what you need to watch Watch this match, watch this package, watch this match, watch this package. It just it breaks down if you're wanting to run through the whole story. Um, I'll see if I can dig it out somewhere. I if, think if I people have a book somewhere. somewhere, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's, I, I maintain it's one of the best stories that's been told in wrestling over the last 18 months, if not the best. Um, Easily. We're, we're talking next week of, sorry to jump over you there, yeah. uh, we'll, we're doing end of the decades probably next year awards. That's going to be in there for me, a story. I think it's going to be it sounds really crazy, tough to top it. It's it's a Google Doc, and I've I'm just sharing it in the mixer chat for the guys that are there if people want it. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Um, yeah, just utterly fantastic. But talk about the the uh, being there, Gordo. What the crack was in the venue? Uh, it was just it's something as simple as like the crowd turned on the man who was the hometown hero for so long, Jordan Devlin, because of him signing with WWE and him casting star against Walter. It's just, it, it, we we all went into it expecting probably like a 50-50 split. We knew obviously everyone liked star. He, and his promo work and just his work in general for the whole thing has been amazing. But at the same time, Devlin is the hometown hero. He's Irish, he's us, he's true and true. And then we got there and it was probably around about 80-20 in favor of star. Now, luckily enough, they have loudmouths like me and Devlin's side, so it's kind of <laughs> yeah. didn't seem as and bad. I was going to say, uh, from me watching it on uh, OTT on demand, the it I think twenty might be generous, but I wasn't there. Just from the sound of everything, it twenty it was, seems generous. Yeah, there, there was it, pockets like we were in one yeah. pocket. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they done what I thought was brilliant was even before the match started when they're doing the introductions, they bring in the line of security down the middle of the ring. Oh yeah, separating right. the two sides of the ring. Devlin is just standing oh, there holding yeah. the title. Stars up on the corner, f- nearly, uh, I'll say, me conducting the crowd nearly and getting the crowd riled up. Then when it started, it went through a mixture of having both the technical aspect of it, which both of those guys can do in their sleep because they're ridiculous, uh, and the whole the striking aspect of it. There's just so many different styles they worked into one match. That. that's what I wanted to say next that was the thing that I saw online people were like you know this made waves people were like what the fuck is everyone talking about this match for it's some shitty indie in Ireland and the one thing I saw was people mocking the boxing part of it and I went in there going just don't let it bother you it'll be fine you'll get over it if you think it's stupid 
I loved that part. It was great. It, it, but that was part of the story. If people, yeah, if that's that the, the problem. part. If people maybe have seen the whole is. story. Yeah. There was the whole thing of after Devlin lost to Walter, one of the big redeeming qualities yeah. when it came to the rematch was he had copped that one moment where he tagged Walter with a punch and Walter cowered. Now, yeah. we don't even know, was that even intentional or was it just something they copped when people look back over stuff? It doesn't stuff? matter. It yeah. doesn't matter if they fuck with it. Yeah. They run with it. It was the big, the yeah. four-punch combo. You take them down, you open them up, yeah. and then you land the, the home run hit. Just and that right hand. Yeah. yeah. Was, and yeah. Devlin has... Is, if you look at for technique-wise of strikes, Devlin probably has some of the best you're going to see because he is everything is so he's in the pocket and he swings and it just looks legit. So. Yep. And goes to the body. You don't see a lot of that. Lesnar does it. Taker used to do it. You don't see a lot of it these days going no. to the body. Yeah. Shots in the liver. It's always forearms and stuff to the face now, but it works. It works. People, you see boxers getting crippled by it all the time. It's surprising more people don't use it. Um, yeah. Anyone who listened to us knew what that was going to be going in. Much like they knew that would have been Fish and O'Reilly in the Undisputed Era Tag Team of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, we'll move on to Game of the Year to break it up before we get to the worst and best moment of the year and some predictions for 2019. And the Game of the Year is Resident Evil 2. No, the worst <laughs> moment of the year. <laughs> um, I, the, the, the horn has sounded, Mickey. The horn has sounded. Um, we had a few in there. Gears 5, um, I voted for. Fitz also did, but we know he didn't play it, so we're disregarding everything Fitz said. Unless he said Pokemon Sword and Shield, so we'll give him that because he probably did play that. He did. I, I did. He did play that one. So yeah, we'll give him that. Fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, in fourth place, Resident Evil Two. <laughs> you were tied. Tied with Pokemon Sword and Shield. With, yeah, with oh. games like I haven't played Resident Evil Two. Uh, like yeah. the, the, like I played very little new releases this year. Because my general gaming habits is I'll see what's on ga- Xbox Games of Gold or I'll see what's on the Game Pass, which are all, they aren't releases from this year as a rule. Yeah. So that's, Unless they're Microsoft yeah, first party. Exactly. So like I haven't played too many new releases. So I only have three games on my list overall. Two of which, one of which made it into the top, two of which didn't, which I'd like to call out. Uh, Life of Strange 2, great game. I don't know if you've played the first one. It's similar thing. you got superpowers and you do stuff you can yeah it's just great it's a, it's just a great game it's a storytelling game it's it's just great uh untitled goose game yes i, I finished it 100 <laughs> percent of it as well nick it's great gordo you need to play this game untitled goose game is tremendous fun here paddy can you download that onto the xbox there if you don't mind yeah it's free on games pass it's great Oh, it really, really is. You're just a goose uh, and you're a dick. That's the best way to yeah. describe it. And it's just, it's, <laughs> it's not a long game. Like we could, I mean, as it means, Steve, he completed 100%. Yeah. So did I. I did yeah. it in like one sitting. Like, it's, yeah, it was. Well, it's yeah. just so much fun. Yeah, it really, really is. Um, Fitz had Modern Warfare in there, which I know he didn't play. Um, <laughs> China Simulator, Gordo. Shenmue 3. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Neither of us played this game, but we love. We watched Viper streams. Francis Higgins on YouTube, the Viper from the Hardy books. If anyone knows, I've watched so many um, of his streams that I feel like I've played it. <laughs> I feel like I've gone through it. He streamed his gameplay of Shenmue Three, and I actually nearly bought it. If it wasn't such a heaping pile of shit, those games are historically known to be, or famously known to be. Yeah. But he streamed Shenmue One and Two last year as well. 
Yeah. Um, it was it was torturous for the poor man, but it was great crack. Based based on his streams, I was close on putting uh, Call of Duty in there just for the Al Baghdadi stream. <laughs> the Al shout out to Al Baghdadi. Um, um. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I had to I had to put that in there just for the laugh because I had such a good time listening watching his streams of it. Yeah. Um, other yeah. than that, a lot of mine are kind of bias. Yeah, but well, I will get there. Um, you had Madden in there as well. We'll move past it quickly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I like American. I like American football. That's a solid game. Deal with it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, Gears Five, I mentioned as well. I absolutely loved it. I played horde mode to death. Um, at the storyline is it's the best story they've done in any Gears Gears game. So if you have Games Pass, give it a chance. I haven't played Gears uh, Four yet. That's the only yeah, reason I haven't played Five. Have I need to. I need to get time I've to play through Four. I'll get around. Both on Games Pass, you're good to go. Yeah. Super Mario Maker 2 on Switch was my most... I, I was begging for this game. It couldn't come soon enough, and I've played it to death. It's excellent. And Nick will get to play it soon on his new I Switch. Will. I got a Switch for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I finally get to play all the Switch games. First though, Mario Odyssey. Goddamn Mario Oh, Odyssey. yeah. No, Jordan, or Jordan is gone. He was in the chat earlier. Jor- I told Jordan to buy it ahead of everything else, and he loved it. I cannot yeah, go no. wrong with that game. I, I'm pretty sure Paul has it, so I'll probably just borrow it off him and play it. Nice. Breath of the Wild, of course. You gotta yeah. do. Yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. Uh, play Mario Odyssey first because you'll lose yourself to Breath of the Wild <laughs> you won't play I didn't play anything else for six months it was fucking great um, number two then Apex Legends yeah. no bias there I played the <laughs> shit out of it I still I got home a, I got home at seven o'clock or quarter past six yesterday morning ended up sitting down and playing it for three hours yeah it you did literally. something different with the Battle Royale formula I thought yeah um, yeah, you, you lose yourself in it. Uh, I'm close to completing the season pass as well. I have 36 days to get another 14 levels, so I should get that done. Nice. Not bad for someone who's shit at shooters. But, uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, then, I haven't finished it, but I have enjoyed it. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I've only played around about two hours of it, but it's just it's just a damn good Star Wars game. So it's I, I like Star Wars, and it's just nice to have a good Star Wars game for once. It, it's throwing me back to uh, KOTOR. Yes, you know you can fly around the plants and it feels yeah. very that way for me, and I love the games. So that's why, like, I say I haven't finished either. I'm probably, I'd say, halfish way through, I think. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm loving it so far. So I, I have to give it's, it um, it's basically Uncharted slash Tomb Raider mixed with Dark Souls mixed with Star Wars. Yeah, it's, it's quite good. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Paddy has Paddy had that as his five. Uh, I'll, give, I'll give you his one to five and in, in, uh, from top to bottom. Uh, so his game of the year is Final Fantasy Thirteen Remastered, of course, because it's Paddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, number two is Telltale's Walking Dead: The Final Chapter. Ooh, I haven't actually, okay. I've only played the first one. I really have to play the rest of them. Uh, numbers three and four. Uh, still kind of busy playing Final Fantasy Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> And then number five, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, big fan of the Final Fantasy as our patty. So uh, I'm looking back. I should have given Resident Evil three of my places as well, and it could have won. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, now we've got three left. You've the weekly TV show of the year, so like you know AEW, NXT, all that stuff. You've the worst of the year and the moment of the year. I, mean, I want to fi- kind of finish with worst of the year. Technically, our worst of the year was our 24/7 award officially if we were doing it so this award really yeah list well it is it is okay but then next week we can put them up head to head let's do yeah. that because at least yeah. we, we've we've put the work in here <laughs> uh so i'm thinking we do weekly show of the year moment of the year and then finish with worst because it'd be a bit of fun 
Uh, I'd not because I think after uh, yeah no it might make sense yeah it probably uh, makes uh, sense we can Harry rant. would like to call out that it's Final Fantasy 8 remaster and he can't do Was that it? sorry it's, it, it's 13 <laughs> I, I, I thought he was playing 8 but... <laughs> um, I'd have a pad so the weekly show of the year Raw was in you know it was in there in the honourable mentions Smackdown was in there you know not in mine it wasn't no. Yeah. Impact. We had to. Yeah, we had to <laughs> differentiate between. <laughs> yeah, you have SmackDown in there and pre and post Fox because it's a very different show. Um, Raw has been slightly different. Fitz called out Raw and before before the Fox deal. I think he meant the well, yeah, that week I suppose. Um, but look, you know, there isn't many shows, so we'll just get to the top three. I love the fact that this made it. Number three is NWA Power. Yay. Yeah. Well deserved. We know we had that one week of a, a show that we decided to do. we're going to do weekly, you know. I know. We'll we'll get back to it from the new year. <laughs> new year, Let's new us. Because they're, they're shouting fucking podcasts out now. I saw the NWA. Was it no? Dave Lagana was tweeting about certain podcasts. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I come up with this great name and it was a great concept of 10 minutes on the dot, which isn't fun to edit, you dicks. But, you know. <laughs> you give us a clock. You, you would the clock hog to yourself. You need a, like a clock up on the screen so we know what yeah. the time's left. Like. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> but, uh, Can you not you... see the time as it ticks, no? No. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, anyway, but yeah, NWA Power is totally different. It's nothing like it well you know in the last 25 30 years um but it's just fun simple hour to watch uh just shocking how good it is it's all we ask it's easy to digest it's not three hours that feels like a slog it's literally cool i have a lot of times it's not even a full hour it's 45 50 minutes you know cool i'm on my lunch break i'm gonna quickly grab a sandwich i'm gonna sit down and watch an episode of it bang done it's yeah yeah and they've just done a reset, as I told Fitz last week. So you can literally just watch this week's and last week's to be caught up. And yeah, they've, on, they've covered everything. I'm on the pay per view at the moment. I'm at the start okay, the cool, yeah. cool. I finished the pay per view last night. So, yeah. what do you think? Ah, really good. Um, yeah. And I said it last night. I think the chat, the reaction when Marty hit the commentary is just perfect. Yeah, it is. Um, um, yeah, loved it. Looking forward to see what to do next. So. And then to show how powerful the Wednesday night wars and the Wednesday night scuffles, um, number two is going to sick and fits. Number two is AEW. He's the only one depicted as number one. So yeah, the rest of us had NXT, which won, which was the number one show of the year, um, inarguable in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was going to be between those two. NXT since the switch has been appointment viewing whereas when it was taped for an hour you could look up the results you didn't really have to watch it um, I would watch the big bits of the matches that I wanted to see wasn't really outside of that it wasn't something I'd watch every week but then bang Yeah, I will say I, the only reason I didn't put this down in weekly show of the year is I don't watch it I, I binge watch the shit out of it every couple of months is NXT UK mm. Mm. They're putting on good stuff, but it's just so much content out there. It's hard to keep on top of it. So, like um, the drop, so two or five live drop for me. NXT UK. I'll yeah. catch. I'll catch up before the pay per view or before. I was uh, delighted when Buddy Murphy fucking left two or five, and Ali left two or five because I meant I had no reason to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I was, I should I was have put in a category. I should have put it in a category. Show you've dropped. Um, SmackDown <laughs> is mine. It's gone. It's dead to me. I, uh, I think Fitz dropped it last night, did he? Am yeah. I the only one Fitz watching said, it at this stage? I think Fitz officially dropped it last night too. 
I will I will catch up on this week's wrestling in general and then I'll like what <laughs> Smackdown <laughs> has been kind of been bid by the wayside it's the last of the agenda for stuff to watch like yeah, if I get a chance poor. at this point it was yeah oh the, the storyline they weaved last night I won't ruin I won't spoil it on anyone who didn't see no. it but uh, just A mostly. to B to Z to A uh, Graves and Carmella are now storyline canon or TV they're TV oh. official uh, TV just based on, well just based on some of the commentary that was had because she had a match and uh, yeah she listened to the commentary between Cole and Graves during the entrances it's pretty fucking fantastic actually <laughs> okay um, so we'll do moment of the year then so that was a good one let's see can I give one honourable mention for something that's just one moment in a match Go on. But it was Nia Jax getting hit with an RKO. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Fitz had one there, CM Punk's return, quotate, quotation marks, uh, to Fox for the, whatever you call it, backstage. Um, it was a big of OTT stuff in there. We like, had to yeah, go like, give it its own category. <laughs> like we have, like there's, there's m- multiple different moments for OTT. It's all from the Walter Devon Star storyline. So if we want to give the Walter Devon Star storyline as a whole, a moment it does win but it, we kind of we all gave different parts of the story our moments so it's kind of it's weird yeah so if you want we want to just give a kind of a call out for that separate from the regular votes because yeah it's it's different Gordo gave because it overall, did win overall <laughs> yeah like Gordo gave the overall storyline ish uh Fitz gave OTT title changes which is pretty much the overall storyline ish uh, you called out Star winning the OTT title. I called out mm-hmm. Devlin beating Walter winning the OTT title. So it's, like, it's so hard. Like everyone had their own moments of that whole feud that made it memorable. Mm. And it's like I was there doing it. It was like shit. I, I when I originally done this, I actually had four different moments from that yep. in my top five. And I was like, I can't have that be my whole top five. You know, what is uh, your number one, Gordo? So right. So I'll take you back to May. Um, okay. A beautiful night in May. Because it says OVB. OVB, yeah, it'll make sense in a minute. It's a beautiful <laughs> night in May. Fireworks are going off. Music is playing. Oh, the crowd are standing to attention. Gordo is living his best life. He's a very happy man. Let It Go starts playing as he stands in the middle of Paris and recording the beautiful fireworks in Disneyland for his mother who couldn't make the trip. As he sings Let It Go at the top of his lungs, with his father standing nearby, ashamed of him and worried about how he ever fathered such a weird child, the notification appears on his phone. Liverpool 4, Barcelona 0, Divock Origi. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, son of a bitch, Origi vs Barcelona, it made sense to me there. Uh, <laughs> So not wrestling related. No, not wrestling all. related at all. But just for, for the moment, I'm in the happiest place on earth, and then that happens. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, other shoutouts that things got in there. Uh, we'll give uh, uh, Fitz also put in SmackDown NXT, the Smack NXT down, where NXT mm-hmm. took over SmackDown, which was that was one. that was originally my number two. I had Devil yeah, Star Walter as one, that. and I had that as my two, but I had to get rid of because I needed a Riki in there. <laughs> um, I had Moxley's AEW debut mm. as a, a huge moment very Monday Night Warsy uh, um, honourable mention to Nikki for making it through all the G1 yeah, that, was, well. that, that was, was my that was number impressive. five moment was the fact they made it through all the G1 on time last year that I was... caught up <laughs> but this time I was up to date by the final I was 
I watched it live. Dear Lord. And the big one, yeah, Shabbat's return. I don't think Shibata, anyone, yeah. nobody saw that. I, yeah. I actually think at the yeah. start of the year, if you were to predict that, you would have predicted a punk return before you'd predict Shabbat. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like when he got physically involved, I was just, I was marking out to fuck. Yeah. Would love to see um, if love to see you being matched there now sometime next year. Uh, Paddy has some interesting ones in this actually, uh, if I remember on. correctly. Um, he said he has any Jericho promo as his number two, which fuck yes. Yeah. A little bit of bubbly, um, probably gonna shit out here. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of the bubbly. A little yeah. bit of the bubbly. Um, his oh, number five. His, his number five a was a little bit uh, of the bubbly. There you go. Yay. His, his number five was uh, the Iconics winning the tag titles. Oh fuck's sake! <laughs> uh, his number one, and I actually surprised I didn't get in any of ours, was uh, Balor going back to NXT. Oh yeah, moment. yeah. That uh, was kind of Rory big. is also Rory is also called out in the chat. The NXT Super Bowl halftime show was that this yeah. year? Yeah, last year that was this year. It was that yeah. was this year? Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was good. good. Wonder will they do that again this year? Hopefully, mm. the halftime of a Packers Ravens Super Bowl. Mm. <laughs> Gordo, you're number five there. Yeah, well, women wrestling in Saudi and not getting beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> great day for the parish. Uh, it was also in Paddy's. It was also Paddy's number four. And I don't go wrong. The match itself wasn't great because it was mm. Natty versus Lacey, who we'd seen God knows how many times. But um, I think if you look for a moment, oh yeah, that was a pretty big, pretty big moment and something. I don't. I, I, we all knew it was going to happen at some stage during the deal. But uh, yeah, it was good to see it happen this soon into the ten-year deal. And even the reaction that they got afterwards, that, that the fuckheads throwing bottles at them during the entrances. Oh, was, yeah. Um, fucking arseholes. But it was bookended but, uh, by people crying in the crowd at the end of it because they were so happy to see it. Yeah. So. You know, so yeah, I think for for a moment, that was just a big, that hit that hit home in a big way. So yeah. yeah. You got your had, mobile um, there, Steve, yeah. Uh, the closing shot of Mania 35. Very much enjoyed that with Becky and everything in the fireworks. Mm-hmm. It was just a great end, way to end the story. Uh, Gargano winning the NST title. Now, it could have been bigger if they hadn't put fucking Gargano and Champa on the road and then Champa got hurt, ruining the end of that story. I, I think like, that, for me, this should, would have been had they not, the way they built that up, like this, they turned Gargano heel for a bit and then brought him back and then obviously with Champa getting injured and it being against Cole, it just lost a lot of the luster for me and I didn't feel it had the impact it should have had. That's tremendous. Son of a bitch, Vince. You ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> One of the greatest stories told since the mega powers explode. I'm Vince McMahon, damn it, let's hear it. You had to I'm have them genius. on the road for no fucking reenus. I'm a genius. Ah, ruined it. Uh, number seven. I don't know how we quantified number this, seven, but the Wednesday Night Wars. Number seven or three, with seven points, is uh, the Wednesday Night Wars. Scuffles, whatever you want to call them. Um... Number two at eight is the launch of AEW, I suppose, or the, the existence the fact that of it. Happened, yes. Despite, yeah, you know, yeah. This idea that the Young Bucks have been teasing all last year, and then it actually happened this year, it came to fruition, and now it's on TV and happening. Yeah. That was my, the way I read it. That's why I put mine as in as. Uh, number one then is Kofi Mania. Uh, Kofi finally winning the title was fantastic. Daniel Bryan sold his ass for him, and everything sold his ass off for him, and it was great. Just the build up. Every just the way that oh, that all happened, that was not supposed to happen. That was supposed to be Daniel no. Bryan versus uh, Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, and yep. the fans will it that have been into nothing. Existence. Yeah, the fans will that into existence. As we mentioned earlier, it should have happened at Elimination Chamber, but nonetheless, yeah. the Kofi Mania moment was it was amazing, and obviously not something we can really speak to. But you know, the African American audience yeah. finally having a representative, it's 
it, everything combined, it just it, it was definitely the moment of the year, despite the OTT stuff. But that's a personal bias on our part. So, yeah, yeah, you, we couldn't possibly put it out and say Coffee Mania wasn't the moment of the year. There's no way we could stand by that because it was. Um, and then it was, and it's gone. When Brock Lesnar showed up on Fox, so it was a kind of a shit way to end it. Uh, it made I get it, but it seems a little cheap. Uh, but yeah, it was brilliant. His kids coming at the ring, the kid holding up the new merch was hilarious. Even fucking <laughs> Graves lost it on commentary. It's like man, they trained him well. Grab the merch and get it on the hard cam. Um, but yeah, I just remember. And by the way, bringing this up, the New Day podcast is Great. fucking phenomenal. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah it's give it brilliant. A it's like it it's, it's the best wrestling podcast yeah, out there. Like it's not, it's not a like you know, like the rest of them are all you know. That this is just them telling stories about like the first one, the different topics we've shown. The first one is them creating a new day. Second one is the naming, the name, the, oh, the, the names they got. Episode. They go through all the names. <laughs> uh, they go through a one basically injuries. Talk about all the injuries they had, how they cope. That was and stuff like that. That's amazing. Episode. Yeah. That was the best insight I've heard to the being on the road as wrestlers I've yeah. ever heard. Biggie being upset about the the big O when Kevin Owens was filling in for him that time on yeah. TV and he was legit upset about it. And so so good. Then the most recent one was the Christmas one where they, the the you know, debates had the clothes and all this sort of stuff. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's a really good podcast. Yeah, uh, Biggie about the Santa Claus thing. Uh, I should have I should have clipped it to play it here. Just go and listen to it. I think it's twenty one minutes from the end or something. Um, it's so good. I can't cannot say anything. I can't speak any highly higher of it. I can't even speak, let alone say anything about it. But yeah, it's so good. But now we get to the fun stuff. Just took it to my veins. The worst moment of the year. The worst of the year. We think we called it as a catch-all. What What's our actual twenty four seven champ right now? Because I, I, I uh, the, the like dog, dog food. Dog the, food okay. Oh, the barking. The bark. No, the barking. The Roman Reigns intro with the barking. I don't. We don't, none of us have that. <laughs> most of the worst of the year. Yeah, because I figured twenty four seven anyway. Uh, we did. did. Did we not? I remember seeing someone have uh, Baron Corbin booking. Uh, I got rid of it. I got rid of it when I re- when I was looking back through. Vi- like I actually watched loads of videos of different shit that happened this year, and I realized how bad the Shane McMahon stuff was. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, me and Gordo both had the no rules and tag matches thing, mm-hmm. which forced a talent meeting to get them to stop doing that. Uh, not enough love for the two out of three falls era. Do you remember that convoluted mess I where did, every match yeah. was two I, out of three falls? Now that I think of it, that <laughs> probably would have made it into mine. Of it all the it's so that, bad. that yeah. should have been there instead of my uh, Pentagon selling for Marco stunt. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the King of the Ring blasphemy as well was truly, truly atrocious by I, the end. I just have red light over there in, in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> the red lights. Just, I, I did, the hell is so much I did my just the red lights for all the matches. That's That's in for me. Yeah, uh, Fitz has the Rusev and Lashley storyline. Started off great crack because it was trashy yeah. nonsense. I, I felt, but for me, it was I hated it at first, then I loved it. Now I hate <laughs> it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he is a good one though, Brandy Rhodes, and then he in brackets everything. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's hard to debate that one. That's fair. Um, what else? Shorty G, Nick, your number one. That's my number one. Every time I hear the name Shorty G, I cringe. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just the fact, just the n- renaming people for the sake of renaming people, ruining their character because of it, and just someone like Chad Gable, who's an amazing wrestler, is a great character. If you see all his stuff in NXT, he's a great character himself anyway, yeah. without needing all this. And then Shorty G, 
I have that as my number one worst of the year. I just it every time I I see it, my balls just go back up inside my body. It's it's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love him. It's not like him. It's not Chad Gable. It's just the name Shorty the name G. Was terrible. Yeah, Shorty G. Yeah. On one of the best wrestlers in the company. Yeah. But as soon as that happened to him, Mustafa Ali got his first name back. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paddy had a couple here. P- Paddy did have Corbin doing a doggy style. Yeah. Nice. Um, he also had uh, King back on commentary. Yeah, um, yes. he's not been good. And also uh, Eric Rowan's carry-on case. <laughs> yeah, what in the flying fuck is going on with this I'll, thing? There's a, wait, camera. There's a camera in the cage. There has to be a camera because you can fucking see him from inside the cage. <laughs> the time, so it has to be a camera. <laughs> oh my God. The, where, where, how did none of us have the camera on the front of the car? And was it Jimmy? Oh, was the yeah. camera. With Roman's um, accident. <laughs> the camera on the car how did they get the footage well, we don't know who did Jimmy it Uso's how, did dash cam? <laughs> how did they get the footage uh, oh. you have another wild card there uh, I've mentioned both of mine no you've tried uh, I mentioned it yeah no um, no rules in the tag matches I mentioned that me and Gordo I've mentioned yeah. the two out of three falls and the king of the ring did you mention king of the ring I don't remember you mentioned yeah, no, yeah I, I did yeah, 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 yeah okay. king of the ring it's truly, the, truly terrible. Blasphemy, blasphemy towards the great tournament. The blasphemy. Yep. And Austin Creed, or not Austin Creed, Xavier Woods should be the man to win it because he wants it so bad. And I want it for him. He should win it. But only if they play Batista's music when he wins it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, have you watched? Remember I was telling you about it. Um, Tyler Breeze is the up, up, down, down champion at the moment. So he has his own spin-off show that he's using on the channel called Left Right, Left Right. And it's him just holding up the title to Batista's theme tune as the intro. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tied for third, Shane McMahon in general and Goldberg. Kind of in general too, but mostly that match, match with Sweet, Taker, Sweet yeah. Saudi. That was Paddy's number one. Yeah, uh, That was depressing. And we did a live, we went live right after that. Now I must listen back to the uh, the pain in our voices when that match ended. <laughs> I was quite drunk. Oh, that was the, the Saudis couldn't drink, so I drank for them. So yeah, <laughs> we drink because the Saudis can't. I like that. <laughs> That's our new tagline. <laughs> Shout out to the Saudis. They yeah. were great crack. They're probably listening. How are we looking in the chat? Plus one plus elsewhere. Plus two elsewhere. <laughs> I've seen plus two. So normally they come in with uh, with accounts, you know. So you never know. Maybe they've had a new stealth way of listening. Anyway, uh, <laughs> number two with nine points. Ring of Honor in general. Oh boy, what a dumpster fire! Yeah, like the way I, they've treated I, the talent, yeah. the lack of any buzz, losing people like Marty Skrull. It's yeah, like it's just a, how can you like? Because they've always had good wrestling matches. Like they're, they're they're known for having good wrestling matches, and the like the talent they have in the roster, they can have good wrestling matches. I'm sure if anyone's watching, there would be good wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. But you need to have people watching get some sort of buzz. like they've ruined it like when you have pretty shows bad. like your biggest pay-per-view of the year and there's about what 30 people in the crowd maybe that yeah. was exaggeration bad. probably probably 100 though and it wouldn't yeah. seem like that much of an exaggeration but this time last year we were talking about how they had just signed Haskins Roosh and Emma Emma who was there was another lad they signed uh, Bandito yeah, they got yeah. Bandito, yeah. You know, like we we're talking about how they've signed them three. Like, this is going to be fantastic. They're bringing in guys to really drive home and try and rebuild the whole technical aspect of it because they already had the likes of Gresham, Marty, and a lot of good guys. 
And they brought over Juice Robinson there for a hot minute. Juice, yeah. You know, again, another guy who you put him in a ring and he's going to fucking put on a great match. Um, instead, at Final Battle, we had one of the slowest hardcore matches of all time featuring Mark Haskins against Bully Ray. Why? The show was a travesty. Like, Mark, I think- Has- Mark Haskins is high octane and he is going to just batter the fuck out of lads. Why are you having him in there with, with Bully Ray? Yeah, It's a terrible idea. I think what probably would killed Ring of Honor for this entire year was we mentioned it earlier, but their portion in that show in the garden. Yeah. Like that put a sour taste in I think everybody's mouth for Ring of Honor for mm. the whole rest of the year. Like the fact that they did all the business with Enzo clearly at work and nobody to, have done that. To work the, but they tried to work the talent. Yeah. Judy didn't, like, know, never didn't know that they were coming out. Yeah. That's right. Like, There's that video of Tamatonga literally threw the title at the wall when he went back out. Yeah. There. So. Like that, that that's how it all started. And like after that, you could see the like the tendencies to winning. The tendencies were never great because they're terrible stuff anyway. Like even like all the shows. Like I mean, you see that like we've our friends like obviously on the T three. Like the shows in Baltimore where they live, they didn't know about them until like the day before one because there's no marketing. Yeah. They their whole marketing department and everything like that. I I I have it down as Ring of Honor business practice. What I put it down as because that's yeah, what I feel not willing to pay your fucking women's champion more than 20 yeah. grand a year like all the stuff that's, off. that's after coming out uh, with uh, what's his name after uh, uh, Mercury after, after Mercury after yeah. about, like it's just the way it's being run is just so bad you feel sorry for the talent under the contract there when you know that they, they can do so much more but they're just stuck there in Ring of Honor who are not not doing things properly so like it's Let's just say it's it's the debt knoll is ringing for them. Uh, today, yeah. don't they, we, don't they it won't be the last Mar- time we talk about it. No, yeah. but don't they still have Martina under contract? Have to use She does doesn't debut, but yeah, as far as they I'm had fucking Maria Manic for uh, paying her for six months before they actually used her. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, then she showed up. She showed up and got that food for. She showed up and got that food at that dinner that time for her cats. Oh. Oh yeah, worst moment of the year, Teddy Hart and Maria Manic's YouTube channel. I think that's moment of the year. I watched two more episodes well episodes last night they were having episodes um, yeah it's fantastic just have a look at it if, you, if you're in the mood if you think if you're having a bad day watch what they're putting up on YouTube and you'll feel a whole lot better about yourself bit of the table weed eh a bit of the table weed shout out to their soup the table weed thing table weed fucking fantastic the greatest episodes of any podcast <laughs> really I've ever was. fucking heard <laughs> move all that table weed out of the way there not powder <laughs> at all I don't, I don't want my family to see the table weed. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Which is legal in the state that they're in. But anyways, why would you move it? Anyway, uh, number one, wild card rule. It was atrocious. Now, I don't have it in my top ones because like, you still go on about it now. But I, yeah. And I don't agree with that part because right now it's not a thing. But um, yeah, I agree. Wild card rule when it was in proper effect. It just the rosters you didn't know who was where the storylines made no sense because people were just all over the place yeah and you overexposed people needlessly but it was only for a few months so i didn't have it in there but it was bad it was bad mm. yeah um i had yeah, rollins we... in general right <laughs> <laughs> poor rollins well, the thing is um, like ring work fantastic but booking yeah booking yeah. in general is just and I said it in SmackDown last night. I'll see if I can find a tweet. I put out a very simple tweet during SmackDown last night. And it came off the back of just seeing how they're booking Corbin. Uh, I know, I think one of my predictions for last year, or at least I said it, was that they were going to have uh, 
uh, that Corbin was going to essentially win the title this year. That's not fucking happening now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I so said basically how to book a weekly episodic wrestling show. Not every segment or angle needs to include a surprise attack or pull apart brawl. I think the first four segments or matches last night had some sort of a brawl or an attack in it. Everything for the first hour, hour and ten minutes had one, one or the other. Uh, this is the big one. Booking cheesy, goofy heels won't help anyone get over, especially not the heel. Yeah, and stop he, using the Macho King stuff. Yeah. It's not working. Yeah. He is someone who he naturally just likes being hated. If you watch the likes of the Breaking Ground and stuff like that they've done down for the years, he's an easily hateable person. And he doesn't mind that. He doesn't give a shit. He is the lone wolf and he doesn't care. So we're going to book him with all these segments with large guys in dog costumes. Oh, Why can't he just fucking constantly jump Roman and beat the shit out of him? Yeah. I don't like it. I want to take your I spot will... and I'm going to come out and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Boom. And we desperately need to move past Corbin and Roman. It's done. Oh. We, did, we did it. It's done. Yeah. And my third For point. years now. My third point on this touching on something that we re- I really enjoyed in Raw over the last couple of weeks. There's still value in a who is the better man angle. Yep. Black Buddy yeah. Murphy. There is the story there is I want to prove I'm better than you. Yep. And it's the best thing that I think they have going at the moment for me. And they have a match tomorrow night or Monday night on Raw. Yes, they do. And hook it to my veins. Yes, sir. Just hook it to my veins! So, uh, stuck for time now, so we have to move on. Also, just one um, quick thing. Uh, one. Did you see the thing where they are advertising a loser eats dog food match between Roman and Baron yeah. Corbin? Oh. So that 24-7 award, eh? <laughs> warm, yeah. up, warm up the soundbite, Steve. <laughs> there's, t- there's, there's time. There's time. Monday night is the last 24-7 shot. Oh, it is, isn't it? Um, Oh yeah, shit, yeah. then we hit the reset. We hit the hard reset on all yeah. our stats for the year, don't we, AW? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, do quickly, because United are kicking off in 12 minutes. So, uh, the 2020 predictions. I'll put a controversial one out there. I think, Nick, you actually mentioned it too. SmackDown will be moved off of Fox. Yeah. And we'll put on FS1. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, the not, ratings are not what they need. What they need. Yeah, it's not doing the numbers. It's going to get moved. It's like, a third of what was in that segment this time last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what five six million they were doing. We, some uh, article came out. There's no chance they're they're moving on. They did two point four last night, which for SmackDown is amazing because they were doing just over two for years on USA. But yeah, um, I have another one. AEW will be moved slash cancelled because they're doing shit numbers. I'm. No, I don't think it will. I think that's okay for now. Okay. I think that I think, I think by okay. the end I think they'll stick with it. I don't think they'll be on TNT this time next year. Well, that's my prediction for the year. Do TNT own? Oh, they probably have loads. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think it'll be on TNT proper. Yeah. Um, I like your third one. Your third else? one is interesting. Yeah, I think Nick had it. Oh, he did his number one actually. Yeah. I have yeah, some sort of Ring of Honor slash WWE deal is made. So yeah, I reckon Ring of Honor so is either dying this year or it's going to get bought out. And if it gets bought out, it's going to be WWE because they want the tape library. Yeah. Yeah. They have Joe and AJ and all these people that they want to put video packages or, video yeah. or DVDs or whatever out for. And they need those Ring of Honor matches. So it is what it is. Uh, the revival to re-sign with WWE. We have differing opinions on this one. Oh yeah, Gordo. Oh, has, what are you? 
you went revival resign with WWE. I said revival versus gorillas happens. That would mean they're on the indies slash working in Japan the odd time. Yeah. Interesting. Or or did the boys make the jump? Not a hope. No, I don't no. see them ever. <laughs> Tama likes I being able to swear. Them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't put Tamatanga in a busy environment. You can't be and also, I don't think I can picture them coming out to any other song than the song they have now. Yeah, which is the music is. Gorilla. Ain't nobody realer than Gorilla. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then my what other one, real uh, one, Luke Hart. Real one. I didn't put him in here, but I think someone will sign no, him. I'm just, he's realer than Gorilla. He's real. Apparently. But maybe that's what the fight's all about, Nick. Is the name real? Who is the realist? Who's yeah. The realist? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm really fucking trying to book this. <laughs> I mean, Fitz talked about this it. last week. Do you know what? I want to see that match. I think it'd be fun. It'll be an absolute shit show, and I don't know if you can put... Bloodsport, maybe? You're going to have the maybe worst Bloodsport. Of your life. <laughs> Which reminds me, I wanted to put in Bloodsport in my pay-per-views, because I really, really enjoyed that show. Cross-calling out Batista. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, that was good. Uh, and then I had a, my other one was Luke Harper slash Brody Lee to be in an AEW World Title match in twenty twenty. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So my the other ones then. My well, ones I have on top of the ones you've already mentioned. Um, NXT moves out of full sale. I reckon that's going to happen pretty early in the year. Uh, Scarl yeah. signs with NXT, not AEW. I reckon, that's an interesting one. I reckon he's following the misses. Mm. Good shout. Um, and I put this in every year, but uh, Big E single run, singles run. You need, uh, you need to not put uh, that in because then it'll fucking happen. <laughs> yeah. They listen to this. I want to see that too. It. Don't do it. Uh, we, but I want it as them as part of New Day. I don't ever want to see them break up. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't. I don't. I, I don't want the heel. Their joke. They joke about that the whole time on the pod as well. Actually, mm. Big E's like, when I turn yeah. on, you will do this. Have, have a the annual thing. Just push a different member of New Day every year. So it'll be biggie yeah. this year, then next year we yeah. do it with Woods. Yep. Woods wins the King of the Ring and restores honour to the throne. I love it. <laughs> Shout uh, out Fitz's ones before we go into Gordon's ones. So you yeah. can finish off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fitz's went, WWE announced WrestleMania becoming a two-day event. A la Yowie wowie! No. I don't see it happening because of just the way they worked. I don't see them doing that. But I, I, I wouldn't be overly shocked if it happened either because everyone's complaining about how long it is. And if you split it up into two days, I often have that complaint. And uh, <laughs> plus, you sell out the stadium to Sorry, I didn't mean to press that. <laughs> but yeah, you also double up the money you make for Mania for ticket sales. I don't want that, though. I like Mania the way it is, you know, as in one night. Wrestle Kingdom is two nights this year. I fear for it. it has, at least that has the gold, the double champ chase, and all that shit. So mm. it's. It's got a reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. His next one is AEW and New Japan has some crossover. Don't see this happening either, personally. Because no. All the stuff that came out the last week or so about the Kenny Omega and Young Bucks being bitter about the fact that they didn't get booked while leaving the territory. Like, that's well, stupid. Yeah, that's that's what happens. That's that's, that's <laughs> what happens. You bailed on them. They're not going to book you well. Um, <laughs> next up, another New Japan esque one. Scotty Davis goes to the New Japan Dojo. Definitely see that one go happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Devlin moves to regular NXT in the USA. 
Give I, me that. Yeah, I could see. I don't know if he moved full time. I could see, you know, like the, the way Cassius Ono was kind of next to UK now, kind of moved over for a while and yeah. then back kind of the double toss. But yeah, I could definitely see him moving over. Maybe after Worlds Collide because I reckon he might have a match on there and that could get more eyes on him and get him over. He is good. At he's too good. He's too good to be hidden away. Yeah. Like he's the better. He's like you're using Pete Dunne and all them, but I think he's up there with them. Yeah. I think he's that good. He is. If you look uh, at consistency across the last three, four years, it's hard to look at. It's hard to look past him as being one of the most consistent people out there. Even in time. NXT yeah. UK, if you look at like yeah. even like his history of matches in NXT UK, they're right up there at the top of everyone. Else. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and of course, Fitz being the CM Punk mark, CM Punk wrestles again. But uh, I, yeah, I probably would say. He will. I don't know if it'll be in twenty twenty though. I reckon I can see that happen. Mania twenty one. Hmm. Like how long can how long can go how long can go words how long can Vince go for in the ring that's really what it would be. seven to three <laughs> so like <laughs> uh, if this was ten years ago you'd have Vince Punk at Mania yeah, yeah instead, instead at the end of Mania the following year we're going to get uh, Punk and AJ against Rollins and Becky <laughs> yeah probably Everyone's Gordo yeah, um, I've gone with one, and I really, really hope this doesn't happen. Um, Roman is the it one is, to beat the Fiend. Now, I'm not counting the Rollins thing. I mean, he'll be the first person to either pin him or beat him in a last man standing match. Definitively beat him. Yeah. Definitively beat him insofar as the Fiend either doesn't answer a count of a specific type. Really don't I want it to happen. The Fiend, I think that happens. Roman beats the Fiend. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, I think Roman is winning the Rumble. Yeah, and he wins the uh, title at Mania. Yeah. I, I'm all for Roman What about Edge? Title. Edge now coming back. Oh, Edge, oh. yeah. Don't I, I actually meant to put that in my... Don't like, tease me. Yeah. I, I I refuse to put it down because then it won't happen and then I'm going to be really sad. Cause <laughs> I, I reckon he's going to win the Royal Rumble. I reckon he's going to be in the Rumble whether he wins or not is another thing. Someone could screw him out and that could be his feud in Mania. Yeah. If, if that man is back wrestling again, I need to go to another WrestleMania because I've never seen him wrestle a match and he's my favourite of all time. And if Edge wins the Rumble, how the hell is Champa supposed to win the Rumble and have a match on the WrestleMania card? Oh, uh, we could we could literally do fucking Rumble predictions last an hour, but then Steve's going to miss the first half. So uh, yeah, um, you got four minutes. Yep, my number two, simple one. I'll go back to my bay again. Uh, cross signing with WWE. They should be back in the fucking truck up to this man's house. Quite simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, already said Revival versus Gorillas happen. I think Revival are on the way out. And if this comedy thing happens. They ain't fucking sticking around. Um, Two that I've these are really more fucking hopeful than anything that anyone has seen my predictions over the last year knows full well how shit I am when it comes to predicting results. But you can uh, book like fuck. I can book like fuck. (laughs) I can book. I can book these into being fucking great. Um, Touched on something I said earlier with my breakout star, Ali winning the world title. I'd love to see that. I I just I think it need if if he doesn't win it he is gonna be agonizingly close again they'll add another wrinkle to the story but uh i'd give him the intercontinental title and give it to him for six months and see what he does yeah. with it. and then i said the next year you know when you're in that mind that kind of pre-rumble time where there's nothing happening potentially you have like a tlc win or something for him then i thought of one more sheamus to complete the grand slam in 2020 oh, by winning the ic happened, title yes. that's happening 100%. That, that, that's our that's show's happened. prediction for the year yeah i think that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> it, the, uh, yeah. that's the one and that's my last irish grand slam yeah yep and my last one and that's the um, big that grand slam that's including that's the proper, the proper one. one that's including rumble and king of the ring and everything oh, yeah. yeah 
Oh. It's wrestling. Completed it, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my last one, and it's, again, wishful thinking, but uh, Buddy Murphy gets a world title shot. Hook it to my veins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep, yeah, I said, a bit more hopeful than what might actually happen, but... Now, you're saying a world title shot. I'm Are not you saying that's company. in WWE? I am not specific of company. <laughs> I don't know what his contract status is, and if that tweet from last week is not to go by, he could be on the way out. Imagine Kenny and Buddy Murphy oh, for an AEW title shot. You know when you fought Ken versus Ken in Street Fighter? I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't be getting this excited in this building right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yowie wowie! Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, Buddy Murphy and Okada. I, I like that. Oh. Murphy Osprey. Oh. Actually, no, no, no. Murphy, <laughs> Murphy Shingo. Oh. Murphy Shingo. Murphy touch, a, touch, please. Touch. Murphy Abushi again in a non NXT environment. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so many other ones here, but I. I, I oh, well. That's what, we don't have one this week, but. This is the Shucky Ducky Quack Quack moment of the night. Nothing happened. <laughs> so it's Christmas. <laughs> Shucky Ducky Quack Quack moment of the week is that we didn't have to watch as much this week. I, I watched it all. I watched nothing. Yeah. This week. Well, I didn't watch AEW. I haven't seen I, NXT yet. Like, I've seen nothing. I didn't mm. watch AEW because obviously it wasn't, it wasn't on. on. So uh, we NXT have uh, NXT, NXT with, uh, ratings for this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I meant to fill that in actually. 891 accounts. It has to go into the file. <laughs> yeah. Zero. That's why my prediction is they'll be cancelled. Zero viewers this week. Technicality. <laughs> the the <laughs> default. 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 Did they, did they, did they win the demographics and went on the demo, on the fucking the replay audience though? <laughs> <laughs> what are the pay per view uh, buys like for this week? It's, uh, so of all the predictions, I need this. Smooth Jimmy's lock of the week. What's Smooth Jimmy's lock of the year? Um, I, I think the shameless one. I think that's the Yeah, I think I think that's a big lock, Ooh, all right. Rich, a big lock, all right. I think that's the one. I think that's the one to go for. Uh, all close enough. I think SmackDown to FS1 is probably yeah, going to happen that's, too. That's but. pretty given. Yeah. 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 Sheamus to win the Intercontinental title is the smooth Jimmy's lock of the year. That's the what we're going to go with. Um, United game is kicked off, so I'll uh, see you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah Gordo plug me up yep plug it up baby a uh, bit rusty first time to this in remember 34 odd days but uh, well, you shouldn't have gone off the beer then oh, should I'm you you got sorry. suspended I'm sorry I will wellness ne- I w- policy I will never I will never care about wellness again uh, <laughs> so if people do want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast they can get us on all good podcast apps we're on SoundCloud Stitcher tune in you can find us on Mixler every week it's mixler.com forward slash the Alleged Wrestling Podcast subscribe to us on there to get notifications every time we go live uh, you can also find us on WrestlingSoup.com among a plethora of other podcasts, including the Wrestling Soup Boys themselves. Go on there, check us out, check them out, check out all the different podcasts on there. I honestly could sit here all night and name them. Uh, there's some great stuff on there if you have a couple of hours to kill. Um, you can uh, also find us on Twitter. It's AshTubeAtWrestling. Come join us, share memes, have a laugh. We try not to offend you too much, but uh, yeah, no guarantees. And uh, among all else, have a happy new year, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And happy Christmas. Uh, yeah. Do we have another and show before Wrestle Kingdom? Yes. Yeah, next Friday. Yeah. Uh, I'm working next Friday, so I'll be out. Eh, uh, well. <laughs> we'll be doing it anyway. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so we're sticking with Friday throughout the year. Yeah. Make it more easy. Hey, make it more easy to say word. Um, but yeah, thanks to everyone for another was it second full year of the show. Yeah, thanks. Well, such, thanks, for getting through it. thanks for telling people. Much, much love to everyone. H H. Yeah, HH, much love. Um, but yeah, we need a Bluetooth sponsorship in 2021 or 2020, I should mean. I'm not pushing it out that far. <laughs> but if you want it pushed out far, use Bluetooth. Okay. Yep. Yes. I'll say it. <laughs> That's what you're missing out on, uh, Bluetooth. Okay. Are, are we God? Doing, are we doing a Bitheens of the Decade then next week or are we going to hold off on it? We could do biddings of the decade and do Wrestle Kingdom predictions. We'll also have, don't forget, the big, basically, pay-per-view for AEW next week as well. Yeah, are we uh, better off doing the biddings? Oh, Bash at the Beach. Yeah. Whatever they call it. Yeah, the, the one in, in Daily's Place in Orlando. The, 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 are the, we better off biddings some other day then? Could hold it off. To mm. for, so a quiet week, we could just, we could have it prepared and just, we'll do it some week. Could quiet week and yeah. then we could even do it. Uh, what way are we off? Why don't we just? We'll see how it looks next week, but we could just do the top three. So we do moment wrestler and worst or something. Well, how are we all fixed? How are we all fixed next Thursday or is Fitz back at work? Let's see. Uh-huh. If, uh, not, I mean, if not, I mean, none, none of us are working. So yeah, we'll work True. it out. We'll find a spot. We'll work it out. Oh, yeah. We're probably already losing to Burnley, so I have to go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so thanks for the year to everyone who listened and everything. And keep listening and tell other people. And you know, Blue Chew, use Blue Chew. Give us Blue Chew money. You sons of bitches, Blue Chew, give us that money. It's all we want. Good night, Boys. All. Good night, all. Thanks, all.